Chris, are you a steak man? Do you like steak? Um, I, I would say yes. I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but I don't go my way for it. Okay. I want to recommend something. Uh, you guys have a any Longhorn Steakhouse restaurants near you? Not actually sure. I know what you're talking you know about, what? but I'm not sure. Yeah, and I don't. I may have already made this suggestion on a podcast. That's so bad. I've forgotten if I have, but oh well. It's good enough to get a second call. So, I mean, it doesn't specifically have to be Longhorn Steakhouse, I suppose. Um, if 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 you can find any restaurant around you that already offers it or can do it, it's great. So my wife and I have gone a few times over the past month or so, and I just get. Uh, just a standard sirloin, nothing, nothing crazy, spectacular, you know, just a sirloin. But we get it. We, I get an option that that they offer there. It's called uh, getting it parmesan encrusted. So they just take a big slice of parmesan cheese, a big thick slice of parmesan cheese, and cook it around the steak. And I'm telling you, man. <laughs> It is phenomenal. We're talking about a chain restaurant, just steak that you could probably get anywhere. You could probably cook it at the house yourself if you chose to. Mm -hmm. I did not expect anything great. I thought I was being kind of silly, like spending a... I'll spend a couple extra bucks on this cheese on my steak. Sure, why not? As I swirled my pinky in the air and sipped on my water. (laughs) Uh, But I figured I'd try it out. And that has been... Like I've had, I've had sautéed mushrooms and sautéed onions on top of my steak as well. That's pretty good, which they offered. I've had like a Cajun butter. I don't know too many places that offer that. I think uh, Oh Charlie's still offers it, and there have been a couple random restaurants that have it as well. That's also pretty good. Like a garlic buttery type, like slathering on top of the steak is awesome. Mm-hmm. This has been. This has been the best way I've had a steak ever. And I'm talking above going to a four or five dollar symbol restaurant and spending an extreme amount of money on a steak. I would still take this steak over that any day. Wow. So I've been trying to find other restaurants down here that are local to me that either one already offer it as like a menu thing. This wasn't even like. This was something at the bottom of the menu, you know, like, hey, if you get steaks and you want to add some toppings, you know, you can add mushrooms, you can add onions, you can add the butter. Uh, You can get this garlic Parmesan cheese thing or this Parmesan cheese topping. Uh, Sure, I'll check it out. And wow, blown away. So awesome. So good. And yeah, I've been trying to find restaurants local to me that, that offer this. And again, if you... Or your partner, I'm talking to you and the audience as well. If, if, mm-hmm. if, if, if you can cook this, there, there are recipes for this shit online. It's, it's probably not that difficult. But, I mean, we've been trying to find restaurants that offer it just so, you know, we could try other places out. We've tried one place that they didn't offer it on their menu, but they were like, yeah, we can do it. And they did it. And it just, it, it just wasn't the same. Kind of want to look for a place that kind of, they already specialize in it. Right. They already they already know how to do it. They're already pros at it, I guess. So, yeah. Just want to throw out a little random food recommendation. I've been selling Longhorn Steakhouse all day to people because it's just, it needs to be experienced. 
It's good stuff. Their other food was good, too. The food that my wife got, the other food that I got, the drinks we had. I mean, it's it's all around. It was a good experience. But when you're like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'll get the steak thingies and whatever. And you're like, holy shit, that's good. It's a, it's a good experience. It's a good experience. I Almost as good as getting good pizza, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's me saying that, so, you know, mm-hmm. take take that with a grain of salt. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the end of time. I'm Michael. I'm Chris. And this episode has been brought to you by Longhorn Steakhouse, where you can get... <laughs> where you can have your steak Parmesan-encrusted for... Fuck, I don't want to say the wrong price. It might have been $5 for all I know. I totally thought you were going to say you could have your steak and eat it, too. Oh, man. That was a wasted opportunity, wasn't it? Oh, I blew it. I blew missing a pun. That's bad. It's bad, bad, bad. Any well actuallys from last week? I think last week's was pretty solid. We were pretty good. Yeah. I got nothing. Uh, uh, anything newsworthy? Anything that's you come know, around the world of the wide world of of news? I uh, I haven't even looked really. Me neither. I did see, and again, this is full disclosure for you and for the audience as well. I don't spend my free time just browsing Kotaku or these other big gaming news places. I just don't. I'm sorry. That's that's also something that, that our audience has not expressed to me or us that like, hey, we want you guys to talk about more news. So generally, I typically get my news through one of three plus podcasts I listen to during the week. So typically by the time you and I would ever even talk about news, it's kind of already done. Uh, I haven't made like some mad dash like, oh man, we're going to record in four hours. Let me, let me bust open the news vault. Uh, it's just not something I want. I don't think this podcast has uh, ever been engineered around news. Now, if it's breaking, if it's something that we want to talk about, yeah, sure. But mm-hmm. so all, all that being said, because I did see one uh, one little piece of news that was kind of a continuation of the news uh, last week, maybe even the week before, about the Walking Dead creators. Um, yeah. What you uh, got? Telltale. Yeah. yeah. So they've apparently. And mind you, I didn't go behind and check all these facts either, so. I'm getting all this through hearsay, mostly from Giant Bomb, but something along the lines of the company. So there originally was there was supposed to be like a skeleton crew left over. And by skeleton, I mean like in the neighborhood of 20 to 30 employees, tops. And they were going to basically uh, stick around and finish out season, what is it? I guess it's four of The Walking Dead, the last season of Walking Dead, the, the, the video game. Right. And apparently that even those people got pretty much laid off. I I believe that if I if I remember correct, the there is a there's another gaming company that's basically picking up the bill for finishing the game. But I don't know if that's going to be I don't know if that's going to be comprised of people that were 
already with the game. I don't know if it's like new people and they're just going to do as much spiritual goodness to it as they can. Just a, a giant uh, love letter or we're going to try our best to get it as close to that uh, that that team did as possible. Or if they're scrounging and picking up, you know, random people here and there. Again, man, I, I, I can't like the... <laughs> Uh, from what I understand, the Telltale games kind of fell off the map anyway. They, yeah. were kind of, they were severe decline. And yes, that's including the Walking Dead games. So I don't know who all is actually clamoring for these, for this game to be made. I don't know. I don't know what people are just this, this upset and devastated and distraught. I feel like there may be like, 50,000 people in the world that are just struck by this at the end of the day for me it just it, it just doesn't even matter there are people out there that walked into their job one day probably had some good fucking cooler talk they were getting their coffee and getting the fucking day going mm-hmm. and then had a random fucking pa announcement an hour and a half later out of the blue oh yeah by the way everybody needs to get your shit and get out this company's done you're fired that that is 10 times more important in my mind than a video game being made like yeah. what what is happening to these employees what type of severance pay are they getting a severance pay okay so you're not taking care of the people that got fired what are you doing after the fact have you have you uh, gotten like some career assistance plan going have you given them some are you helping them find a new job or do you have crews dedicated to getting these people reemployed somehow something anything when you are telling me the video game consumer that you are doing your best to scrounge people together to finish a fucking video game when people's lives are on the line that pisses me off i don't want to know about what game what company is picking up your game i want to know what company is picking up your slack and going hey we're gonna take care of these people right you know we got you know we're gonna pay every employee like close to three to four three to five months worth of pay and we're we're trying to get them we're getting the resumes typed up we're getting we're putting words out we're helping with transitions assistance we're helping with moving if they have to like we're doing everything to make sure these people are taken care of fuck the video game that's just a small piece of news i haven't really followed everything around it but that just I, I don't even want to read that. That's not something that just, oh, great. Hey, guys, you're here. They're, we're still going to get that video game, right? <laughs> what the fuck are our priorities? I know where mine are. They're with the people. Fuck the game. Right. So, yeah, as far as news goes, eh, nothing really important. Yeah, still in the lull at the end of this year. I still can't think of too many games that I'm even like what's coming out this year that I'm even remotely interested. I feel like we've already had the discussion. Yeah, we just talked about it last week. (laughs) Sure did. There's just eh, just not a lot coming out right now. So I guess we can roll into weeks. Uh, I think you went first. Did you go first that time? I'm pretty sure I did. Okay. All right. Well, mine... So my week may or may not be short. Hold on, I dropped I dropped my seven hundred dollar keyboard. Oh, <laughs> my my <laughs> yeah right. Uh, 
we'll see if I can stretch my week out. <laughs> Not that I'm trying to like buy per time, but I actually didn't do a whole lot this week as far as gaming related or really anything else related. Uh, but I will, I will kick this one off with, so, so last week I non gamer related stuff. Last week I mentioned that I was watching a, a TV series about, uh, it's called the center. It's about a guy whose wife, uh, well, apparently the first season, spoiler warning, possibly, but yeah, it's, that's, that's not really, if you don't know, uh, the, the, apparently every season is, is a different story. And the first season is a guy whose wife just out of the fucking blue, cold blooded stabs a man to death. Uh, he witnesses this on the beach. And that's as far as I go with telling anything about the story. If you want to know the, of the series and of the season, I finished the first season. I was a few episodes into the second one. It was also, it was fairly interesting. It didn't, it didn't grip me as much as the first one did, but it did have a lot of better resolutions and, and a lot of better, a lot of better ties in the second season. In any event, I finished both of them. It's super rare for me to pick up a TV series and check it out. Uh, because I've been burned before. Not, well, I'll say that. It's not that I've been burned. I have, I have different tastes. There's things that the world loves that I don't. I, I found Game of Thrones to be very, I know, man, <laughs> uh, you laugh, but I honestly do. F- I, I feel so fucking weird saying that because Game of Thrones, prime example. Okay. Prime example. That, ge- that show is beloved by the nation. I mean, people love Game of Thrones, and I'm not saying that in a, in a derogatory way. I'm not saying that in a I look down on you way, but people love Game of Thrones. This is a fact right now. In fact, the next season should be starting sometime. Anyway, we're in like eight seasons of this thing, and people love it. I have watched and am caught up with the entirety of Game of Thrones. It definitely had its ups, it had its downs, but the greatest show on earth, for me, in my opinion, it was not. It was okay. You would think this would be right up my alley. I mean, there's, there are dragons in there, kinda, but there's definitely a lot of political intrigue. I mean, there's a lot. Come on, man. It's, it's, what, the, it's what the show's based around. It's backstabbing. It's who done mm-hmm. it. What's going on? What's the real story? There's You gotta pay attention to the whole thing. Like, all of it's set up decently enough. And duh, of course, the books are better. I get it. But even with me watching everything in Game of Thrones, with an open mind, I was interested. I, when I was like, what's all this hype about? This must be good stuff. I put that entire series right now at like maybe a six and a half, maybe a seven at the most. Did not blow my socks off. Black Mirror, on the other hand, blew my mind. I was blown away by that show. It's rare for me to pick up a TV show and just be completely vested into it. House was another good was another example. I liked House. I liked the first two or three seasons, but yeah. That's about it. It's 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 very rare for people to recommend TV shows to me because I can't re- recall very many where I've been like, yeah, that was worth my time. Uh, 
the sinners was not the sinner was not bad. It wasn't horrible. I put it as well at about a six or a seven. It's, it definitely has a lot of good acting in it. I will tell you that it has moments of, uh, of, of intensity. And if you like murder mysteries, if you like just, just unsolved mysteries, period, this, this will be up your alley, but I watched both of them. They're, they're good. Uh, Bill Pullman, uh, surprised the ever living hell out of me because I don't think I honestly remember Bill Pullman as the president in Independence Day. And that's about it. That's sad for me because I should know other movies this guy has played, <laughs> but I really don't. I'm sure there's 20 other obvious ones that I just can't think of right now, but he is one of the leading protagonists in this series and kind of took me away i was like wow man this is so you i felt like like you know so you can act you can act very well when you're not put in you know some cheesy corny role you know right so in the event pretty good series i mean i say check it out again if you like if if that if that little snippet of you know woman uh, a wife murders some some stranger cold blood in front of her husband and the husband's like what the fuck now they have to figure out why she did this then it you'll 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 get you'll get good stuff out of it uh so yeah i'd recommend it but don't it's not gonna blow your it's not gonna blow your mind or if it does hey cool you got a different opinion welcome to being a human <laughs> uh movies i did not i don't think i watched any movies I think I have some more lined up to watch, but I haven't watched them. So, uh, what I did do, non-gaming related, for the first time in, holy crap, I want to say maybe close to six, seven, eight years, if not more, Chris, I watched some anime, man. Nice. I did. I watched me an entire anime series. Uh... Yeah, I watched the I watched One Punch Man this okay. past, these past few days. I watched the entirety of it. Uh, I want to let uh, I want to let people know now. If you don't know and haven't watched this series, apparently this is a continuous series. Uh, season one is the one that I watched. Obviously, as of this recording, it's the only one that's out. There are twelve episodes, and they are standard fare they're roughly about 25 30 something minutes long each so it's very easy to binge if you want to but you just just so you know this is one of those series that has a lot going on and you're gonna get to you're gonna get around episode 10 11 go i'm not seeing any resolution coming over that hill it's uh there's another season in the works i don't know how long it's gonna go but it's gonna go for a while so Taking advantage of this Crunchyroll app and yeah. these other apps, these other uh, services that my wife and I have found, I said, sure, why not? I'll try one. Uh, I tried probably for the first 10 minutes or so watching it in English uh, with English dialogue. I, I tried watching it dubbed. I did. I gave it a shot. And I, ju- I, I still just can't do it. I, j- I just can't. The actors, the voice actors in the dub were fine. And 
Yeah, it, it is what it is. It's it's no longer me being a snob. I don't think <laughs> it's just it's just a preference for me. Sure, it's just a it's just watching Japanese anime and hearing the Japanese dialogue fits to me. This is so contrary to what I want and need because uh, I had to stop everything in the world to watch this. Right. The idea was I was going to be, I was going to play games and I was going to watch some dubbed anime and I was going to let this be the first one. I was going to let this because One Punch has a lot of fighting in it. And I thought, well, okay. I mean, even if I'm not, at the most, I'll probably want to start looking at the screen a lot whenever the fighting happens. Well, honestly, no. I was watching this anime, period. I didn't want to look away. Uh, don't, it's not giving this a 10 star rating, folks. Don't, don't, don't shit your pants just yet. I'm not even getting, not even getting to the review yet. <laughs> but just in general, I wanted to watch the anime. I feel like I'm missing out on something. I'm just missing out. I feel like I'm missing out, period, when I am not glued to that TV. Whereas when I was watching the center, I could, I could, I, I could play. I could watch back and forth. If I, if there wasn't anything that was just, just popping off the TV screen that I was missing, anime, every other scene, something's popping off. Something is there to grab your attention mm-hmm. or artistically designed to make you go, wow, that's pretty cool. Or that's interesting. Or yeah, I'm glad I paid attention. So I said, screw that. I swapped over to the, to the, uh, subtitle. And carried onward. Uh, so, One Punch Man. Th- I, I have no reason why this was the first one that I've watched in so long. I, I, I can't, there's no formula behind this. They're anime that I know. I have a long list of anime that I've tucked away. And I, Chris, I dug this file up that I started back in 2012. <laughs> Uh, so, and I've been adding to it for a long time. This is people recommending me anime. It's me f- seeing random anime clips on YouTube and being like, oh, I need to check out that show or that OVA or that movie. Right. It's friends like Adam. Adam's recommended a lot of anime to me. Just in general, I have a list of anime to pick from and I, I I've always heard good things about one punch and the concept was cool to me and i've i've saw a couple videos about the artwork and everything and i said sure i'll give this one a try and i am very glad that i did it is a bittersweet thing this anime with me because again i want to watch it in japanese language with english subtitles but when i do i am focused on the screen and i can't do anything else i was in the middle of playing the messenger when i first started this up and playing that and watching the english dub just even the english dub that stopped after about two or three minutes i was like nah i just i'm missing stuff i don't want to i don't want to look away and then it even when i went of course when i went to the subtitles i mean the game was just shut off it's just it's not happening then it was okay. You're grown. You're grown. You know how to manage time. How about you just watch a couple episodes a day, and then you know go play games. If if I still want my five six hours of game gaming at night, just watch a couple episodes. You know that didn't work because I would watch two and go, yeah, but I really <laughs> want to watch more. I don't really want to watch. I don't really want to watch more. I have no self control. I'm weak. Right. <laughs> so it took me about three, maybe four days. I want to say it was three 
to watch all of these. I don't. I haven't watched the OVAs yet. I believe that's what's out. There's there's twelve twelve episodes, six OVAs, which typically OVAs are kind of non-canon. I don't know if these OVAs are canon to One Punch Man, but I haven't watched them yet. And I, there might be a like another little movie or something. I don't know. There's still more content out there right now if I choose to watch it. So, uh, I have heard many things about this anime. I've heard from uh, anime reviews online. I've heard from from uh, acquaintances talking about One Punch Man. It's definitely built some hype up over the years, which, I mean, that could be good or bad. It could be, you know, people shaking, shouting Persona Five from the roof, or it could be, you know, Game of Thrones. I don't, I don't know until I go watch it. And man, okay. The concept of this anime, I already knew. I mean, every every other reviewer has spoiled the generic concept for this game. I mean, for this anime. So, uh, spoiler free, uh, if anybody wants to skip forward, maybe about 10 minutes or so. Uh, I enjoyed One Punch Man very much. It's, it's up there with a recommend. It's definitely a recommend. It is definitely worth a watch. And I say that part specifically because keep your eyes on the screen. There's so much good stuff going on. But spoiler review, uh, in case anybody doesn't know, the concept of One Punch Man is pretty simple. And don't, don't fret, folks. I'm, this, I'm not turning our podcast into an anime review. I don't, it's, this is another thing I guess I should mention. After now, even only, uh, subjecting myself to 12 episodes of an anime. I don't know when I'm going to watch another one because again, it took me strictly away from my gaming completely. And I, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the future of my anime lies. I, I don't know if every time I watch an anime, I'm going to give some review, but I definitely want to talk about this one because I feel it's, I feel it deserves it. So anyway, the concept of one punch man, there's a guy, his name is Saitama. Saitama. He's he's bald. He has a very generic, not that visually appealing, yet strangely iconic costume. And his premise is very simple. He is he wants to be a superhero. He does superhero shit just for fun. That's what he tells people. And no matter who he fights, he takes them out with one punch. It's, it's it's set in the title. It's that it's that spoilered. It's it's simple as that. This gives him a complex over time because when he first started doing this, I mean, when he first started training and all that, he was having fights. He, he was actually fighting with people. But once he became One Punch Man, however that came, however that happened, we don't we still don't know yet. Uh, yeah, he he just hits people with one punch and they're done. Like. In spectacular, sometimes gory fashion. Chris, before I proceed, have you seen One Punch Man yet? Nope. Okay, no problem. No problem at all, because I wasn't even, even I say spoilers. That's about as deep as I'm going to go into the spoiler anyway. Because the rest needs to be, it needs to be experienced through this anime. Uh... I will say again, maybe it is slightly spoilers, but I just want people to know so they don't feel like they're, they're going to get through 12 episodes and you're going to think maybe you're missing something or maybe there's more coming out. There is, but this is like, I don't know where the manga is right now. I didn't, I don't do that kind of research, but 
there is a second season announced. I think I as soon as I finished this season, I went and looked for just general news. And yes, there's another season coming. Now, are they spanning the entirety of One Punch Man? as in the whole entire story, over like five seasons? I don't know. But every episode of this show is pretty self-contained. There are a couple where they... It's 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 very interesting seeing how they continue. Like, they will, they will start a story on episode... And I'm just shooting numbers here. They will start a new story on episode five, and they will carry that story through the entirety of episode five, ramping it up with intensity, having questions that are brought up, making, making it. And you're like, okay, this, this show is about to, this episode is about to finish and I'm going to have to watch the next episode. And then that arc is finished within the first three minutes of the next episode. So they don't they don't milk this series from I, I a couple times I thought they were doing that and I don't see them doing that. They they try to tell a lot of these of these stories both both Saitama, Saitama and all his side characters through various episodes. There's a there is a large overarching story going on that they very subtly hint at. Like there are general questions throughout the series that you, as a viewer, are going to have. Hey, how are you this strong? Because there are people around you that are heroes, and there are enemies around you that are villains, and there are some very powerful heroes and very powerful villains, and you you are, like, unfazed by these things. How is this possible? He gives an explanation... But whether you as the viewer believe that explanation or not, that that's a, that's on you because the actions that he does do not back up his story at all. His story does not fall. It does not back up what he does. Uh, so, yeah, that that that's the that's the mentality of going through this series. You're going to get little bitty mini stories. There are some episodes where they'll tell one or two stories in the same show. And then there's some again where they go the entire episode and then they followed up halfway through the next one. So you're going to get a lot of you're going to get a lot of snippets throughout this series. A lot of building up, finish, build up, finish, build up, finish, build up, finish. But over the entirety of the sh- of the season, there are going to be other bigger questions that are going to are going to pop up. There are going to be more. There are going to be different characters that pop up that you're going to be curious about. They're not going to be. They're not going to be resolved. They're going to be uh, other protagonists. The same thing. There are questions you're going to have that are not going to be resolved, and you would think that would be a bad thing, but with how much with how much the show gives you you don't care when i left episode 12 i wasn't like pulling my hair out because i don't have hair (laughs) i wasn't pulling my hair out because i had like five thousand questions that didn't get answered i was just like damn that was a good fucking show yeah i'd like to have some things answered but that's that's fine I'm I'm cool even if I don't know. Now I know they're making more, but I got I was entertained throughout this whole series. Many many points I was laughing out loud. Many many times I was like, "That's that's fucking great." The that that's the comedy. There are serious points in this show 
they get kind of undercut every now and again with some humor, but it's not cringy humor that's used incorrectly. I, I feel like the fluidity of the show is is there. It's a very solid, well-put-together show. How it compares to the manga, again, I don't know. Typically, mangas are they're usually better. That's They work the same way as books do, from what I gather. And I, I can't really make a comparison. So the the fluidity in the mangas is, is again, it's, just, it's something I can't really talk about. What I do want to talk about, and maybe this goes to further justify why I picked One Punch Man to be this one random anime I checked it checked out out of nowhere, even though I've made multiple statements that I don't I don't have time for it. I still don't. The action in this show it's peppered throughout but when they give it to you they fucking give it to you good the animation of these fight scenes are so good the kinetic action the flow of of the battles the energy the intensity the speed the direction like everything is done so well the choreography of this of these fights are great some of them will last like a minute. There are some that last about five, if not more. You're when these battles kick off for the most part, the ones, especially the ones that last a little longer, they're so good. The art style, the art direction, the 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 pacing of the fight, the the just ah, it's so good. I was thoroughly entertained. And that's something for me because I find that typically when I'm watching movies I, when it comes to the fight scenes, I kind of like, eh, eh, if you're not wowing me within the first 30 seconds, I'm getting bored. Uh, a good example of that for me is Bleach. Uh, I can pick certain episodes where I will see a fight and go, this fight's not going to be that good. The, the thing is with Bleach, there's like 200 battles in Bleach entirety. Mm. Uh, and I, I think maybe 20 of them. I, I was whatever about this show. Every single one has something to talk about. Everyone, again, mainly talking about the ones that last a little longer. Highly recommend this anime, especially for anime fans. If you are a fan of, uh, here's another thing. Uh, if, if, if the concept of One Punch Man seems, seems not in line with, with what I'm telling you, one punch man is not the only person that fights in this anime so don't think that you know like a 5,000 foot tower beast walks up and goes hey one punch man and he just goes and kills them and literally the fight's over in five seconds there are some fast fights yes but there are also fights where I just don't want to say too much. Just just understand that there are fights in this anime that last longer than him walking up going, ding, right. that are completely contrary to what his concept is. In a nutshell, I enjoyed it. I had a good time with it. Like I said, man, I tried to like watch an episode or two and move on, and, <laughs> and I couldn't do it. I watched like three, three, four. So I, I, just, I just kept watching chunks of it. So had a good... Go ahead. When I uh, typically when I look for an anime to watch, I typically don't like watching new anime. Uh, uh -huh. Like this, you're saying there's one season. 
it's kind of one of those things where I would just kind of rather wait. Right. And I can understand that. But what I'm t- this, this is what I'm getting across to you and everybody else, too. This is not like season one doesn't end with a big cliffhanger. There's not they they leave threads throughout the series where you're like, mm, I wonder why that's that. Or, hmm, I wonder where this came from. Or, hmm, I wonder where that's going to go. But whereas there are shows and animes that leave cliffhangers, the the show is not designed around the cliffhangers. Does that make sense? Yeah, and that's not really what I was referencing. It's more just because there's not as much content. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I can understand that. Well, see, the, the small amount of content for me was why, is another reason why I probably stuck with it. Fair this enough. doesn't require a huge commitment. You know, if you get into episodes, you will know probably halfway through, but definitely at the end of the first episode of One Punch Man, whether you're going to continue through. And if I got into some 90-something-plus episode anime and went, I don't like this at all, well, now I'm fucked. <laughs> not really, because of me and my Crunchyroll's paid for, but still, right. you, you get what I'm saying. You're not, like, let down. Whereas this one is, uh, I can plow through 12 episodes, even if I'm eh about it and get an opinion of it. I kept with it. The way that they tell these the, his story, the way that they just... Just the feel of this show. They know when to crank that bar up to 11, and they know when to keep it at just a fucking calm, cozy five. You know, it's, 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 it's very good. Again, I kind of had most of the stuff spoiled, mainly the, the concept. I kind of had some of the, some of the boss battles, some of the enemies and the heroes were spoiled to me. I think there were some anime reviewers that, specifically talked about specific arcs in this season where it was like hey when it gets to this guy let's so let's talk about this hero for about 10 minutes this was the most impactful hero to me in this series so i had stuff like that spoiled a lot of this i did not and even the stuff that was emphasized especially the artwork when it comes to in the art direction when it comes to the 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 battle scenes and the battle choreography People told me that shit was good. And again, you could tell me something's great all day. But when I watched it, yes, I completely agree. Apparently, they 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 tried to mimic a lot of the way the art was done in the manga, which is good because anime gets to cheat when it comes. I'm saying that respectfully, mind you, but anime gets to cheat when it comes to action because they can show fluidity, right. whereas it is challenging in the manga because there is a limitation there they they only have panels to work with mm-hmm. or maybe an entire sheet so if they're trying to convey a severely intense fight you know they've got 5 6 panels that they choose to do it to where anime says no nah, man give me give me 30 seconds so they tr- from what i remember they tried to mimic slash mirror that style when it, when this anime was designed and it's done very well very very well uh yeah so all in all good anime i recommend it again i this is not like the renaissance of anime for our podcast or even me i do have other anime that i've checked off and i'd like to i like to check out when i'm gonna do it who knows maybe next episode i may be 20 episodes into a new anime or you may never hear it again (laughs) 
It is such a critical thing for me because I'm always doing two to three things, typically two things at one time, and I just cannot watch anime and do anything else. There were so many times where I tried, but I had to go back and do the whole, nope, let me pause it, let me swipe back a little bit, just fucking go back to that scene. Okay, what did he say? Okay, now I know it. Now I know what he said. So now this place that I'm at now, I understand. Or it was, oh, I need to go back and watch what happened because that was awesome. So that's my non-gamer part of my week. Good stuff. Good anime. Glad I checked it out. Recommend it to anybody that's an anime fan, especially if you're a fighting anime fan. If you like comedy, it's there too. Not a lot of romance. That's fine. <laughs> Some slice of life is in there, kind of, but... So, uh, gaming related, maybe a little shorter, but I've only been, I've only played two games this entire time, mainly because I, I suck at video games and I've been stuck in one of them for so long. But so I I was playing the messenger. That's one of the games that I'm still playing. Mm -hmm. I'm right now. I've, I'm going to guess that I'm pretty close to the end of this game where I mean I've probably got like an hour if not maybe maybe a little more maybe a little less I I feel like I'm I'm actually in the end game now because the way that the later part of the game was designed I got I did the accomplishments that it wanted me to do and now I feel like I'm in like the last castle type area I feel like I'm in the end of it I still man I still have such a love hate relationship with this game I feel like it's mostly on me. It's making me feel like I just suck at video games because <laughs> it's it's got so many parts where it is so strict. And again, I'm saying all this with the understanding that, that there are there are better gamers out there than me, especially speedrunners that could take one screen that I am having difficulty getting the the cloud step and the hook shot and all like do it it, it it'll take me 200 deaths to get past this pit and they can show me 15 different ways that they do it. I get it. I get it. But this is one of those games, man, where it's they, they have they. I think I've been locked up either by a boss or by a section between checkpoints, probably about eight or nine times. Where it's just, man, you've just you've got to fucking get this to almost perfection. Like you have to be, you have to be crazy good at what you're doing. You have to know. You have to know these skills, you have to know these abilities, and you have to perform them damn near flawlessly to get past this point. I'm, I mean, I guess I'm a fan when it comes to Dark Souls, even, even like Mega Man, but this is just, this game is, for whatever reason, aggravating the absolute fuck out of me when I can't get past a point. I've only had a couple times, like I mentioned last episode, where it's been me getting to a point and then grinding that point because typically so what it is is typically you the checkpoints in this game are are they're they're fairly generous as opposed to Mega Man 11 where they're <laughs> whoo boy not so much but the holy shit crunch time like on the edge of your seat trying to get precise movement to ah elation awesome thank god there's a checkpoint okay i could breathe for a minute that is all throughout this game and that is a good feeling 
the checkpoint to you is like your accomplishment. I'm used to checkpoints. I mean, I, I love bonfires and dark souls. I love uh, lanterns and and uh, bloodborne. I love the the idea of okay, I'm at a checkpoint. Let me progress forward. Okay, I can't. Hold on. I just got to fucking learn and get better. Yada, yada, yada. But my God, even in Bloodborne, where the game is strictly kinetic, there is no fucking turtling in, in Bloodborne. You have to stick and move. Even the hardest bosses, with probably exception to the very actual final boss, which I physically have not fought yet, I don't walk away from many bosses in that entire soul series and going yeah you see i won that fight because i did everything exactly pixel perfect i did everything i i did like a no damage run that's that, that's not where i'm wanting to be in games mm -hmm. and there are places in this game that do that to you they put you in like there's just a fucking giant chasm and there are hooks and or lanterns and or enemies that come across the screen is like, yeah, cloud step your way across here, bitch. Just do it. <laughs> and if you don't, you take damage and you fall in the pit and you're dead. So this is me complaining. This is all me being a whiny little stuck up asshole. I get it. <laughs> but I have had way too. I think my counter tells me I'm up to about 900 plus deaths. Jesus. That is insane. I don't know if that is encroaching on blood on uh, Bloodborne or Dark Souls yet, but that's up there. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there is growth in the game, though. There are there are a couple maneuvers that I have gotten better at. I've just figured out and gotten better at uh, specifically. So you get a glider in the game. And if you use the glide mechanic, you still have an attack ability, which basically thrusts your sword straight down. I think it also goes straight down and straight up. It goes in like a circle. Imagine you are flying with your arms out like Superman or your arms to the side, I guess. And then you just start rotating around. That's, that's what the blades are like. So I've been using this. I've gotten better at this when it comes to verticality, like straight verticality. If I need to go up, what I would usually do is jump up in the air, slash something to get your jump back and then jump again. Right. But if I'm going straight up, I can use this glide slash ability to thrust me up even further. And I mean, again, that's that's one example. There are times where over the course of this like hair pulling game, I've been like, okay, okay, now that I've now that I'm doing this better, I'm getting better at it. But then there's you know twenty something screen screens down the way, I get to this thing where it's like, okay, I have to be precise. I have to do this exactly right. And if I fuck up, I'm done. This will come into play into our topic later today. But yeah, I'm just I'm super not a big fan of that. I, I've I've triumphed through the most through the majority of this game. I'm beyond the point of giving up. I typically don't give up unless I don't like the game. I do like this game. I like the artwork. I like the music. I like the comedy. I'll agree with some people. It feels no. You know what? Actually, I'm not going to say that. A lot of people have have looked down on this game because apparently they feel it has well, not apparently they feel it has too much humor for them, and I can see that. I, I can see that, but I don't agree. I feel like most of the humor in this game lands for me. There have been one or two little jokes here and there where I was like, eh, that just didn't hit. But 
the majority of this game, the dialogue, the text, all that lands for me just fine. The combat itself is is solid. The gameplay, the controls, all that pretty much solid with the exception of the times where I'm telling you I still have it to this day when I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and it's like nope I I the glide is a perfect example apparently so I was trying to test it last night so I could speak clearly on it and I'm by all means audience please correct me let me know what where if I'm doing it wrong but if I'm playing a game that has a glider mechanic to where they say, hey, the way that you activate this glider is to press jump again in your jump. To me, if I have this ability and I jump, the moment my feet come off the ground until they hit the ground again, I should be able to engage this glider like pixels aside animations of your jump aside and the actual suit coming out the side i get all that but i feel like there's almost a specific time frame slash window that you can activate this glider so i'll be doing a jump and i'll have this automatic you know like i've been playing these kind of games for a long time i feel like i can press it now and it'll happen and it won't happen and i'll just fall to my death and i'm like well so I pressed it. I know I did. So why did my glider not not take effect? Mm. And I'll try to jump again, and I'll, I'll time it differently, and I'll, I'll make it work. Again, if that's just a window I'm not understanding or my sucky controller or I'm just a shitbag, I don't know. But moments like that are aggravating. I realize that over the past few episodes, I have complained so much about this, and I understand that that's. I don't want that to be. Uh, I don't. I don't want that to be the only takeaway for people because, again, this game itself is good, but I have had. I have had almost as much frustration in this game as I have had the the actual game. So I've. It's been like good, good, had fun, yeah kind of had a boss where I, I died a couple times and I beat him and moved on yep yep progressing fucking wall wall stick on this area for a couple fucking days go to work all day sweat your ass off come home and then grind through these four screens because there's precision jump mechanics that just has not been appealing to me. Those grind the game to a halt and take away the fun of it for me. Right. The challenge is there, I suppose, but eh. And then I'll get past it, and I'll get to a couple less challenging, albeit still challenging areas, and die, but kind of move on, progress, die, die a little bit more, move on. And uh, yeah, that's worked out for me. There's so much subjectivity to all of this that I'm saying. That's why mm -hmm. I'm trying to get the point across that, like, this is all me. Chris could pick this game up today and be like, dude, I beat this game in nine hours and my death counter was seven. <laughs> That's great for Chris. And there are people like that that exist. I'm happy for you. I'm still just trying to get it across that the game itself is fun. If I just wouldn't have these fucking walls, like I've had walls in Dark Souls and I have happily thrown myself back into that wall. When I played Bloodborne for the first time, I was stuck in old Yarnum, the first pass to the first bonfire in, in Yarnum for probably a couple weeks. Admittedly, Bloodborne has 
arguably the most difficult beginning style areas if you choose the right path, bar none. So that was to be expected. I learned that after the fact. So when I would die in Bloodborne, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, I'm going back in. Yes, I know that I still have to go back and kill these 27 enemies to get to this point. But that's fine because this game is so fucking fun and engaging and I'm having a good time doing this. When I hit a wall for a boss, like, uh, 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 oh, man, I can't, uh, Father Gascoigne. The first boss that I, that I really had a trouble with, I was on him for a few days. Again, going back to him, killing enemies up to him, and going through the little bitty area to get to him, and getting 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 to him, and dying over and over. And it was like, oh, you motherfucker! I'm gonna get you! I'm coming back! I'm coming back! This one, this game has been for me more like, okay, I j- I fell in the pit again. Okay, all right got here move to the next screen hit that jump hit that lamp jump hit that lamp jump hit the, nope i didn't hit the enemy fall die <sighs> i know i can do this i know i can do this i just ran through like 40 fucking screens no problem <laughs> so here we go here we go come back to the checkpoint go into the area jump hit the lamp jump up oh, i missed the lamp fuck <sighs> and it's just repeat that about 50 times until i get past an area and it's just ah so, yeah, all the negativity aside, all of the side, there is still there is a healthy amount of game when it comes to the messenger. I don't want to say more than that, because, again, I don't want to spoil stuff that happens in this game. But just uh, Chris is pretty fucking intelligent. He's gathered by now. Something happens in this game. And you, yes, it's going to. And you're going to get the game that you've already just played through almost doubled, if not tripled. Not to the Castlevania Symphony of the Night experience by a long shot, but what I'm getting at is when I played Hollow Knight, I kept unlocking areas in Hollow Knight, and I was so fucking happy. I was like, yes, there's more of this. There's more of this. Awesome. For me, The Messenger was the game that kind of felt like I was like, all right, there's just a lot here. It's just, I kind of just want to get to the end and fight the fucking boss. Can we do that? And then I would get a little bit more. This is not a bad thing. This is not a detriment. I'm more trying to explain to people that there is a lot of game here. So understand that. When you think you're done, you're going to be getting more and more. There's a lot of content in this game. I think Chris told me last episode because I don't know what I paid for the game. The game's 20 bucks right now. Yeah. Definitely worth 20 bucks. Yes, it is. It is definitely worth that. And if you are the kind of person that's just a, a slightly ace pro gamer and you're better than me, what I'm about to say in the next statement has nothing to do with you. And cool, have fun. But for anybody else that it's you're going to struggle in this game, there are going to be walls, not uh, I died about five times. I huh, move on. You're going to have those. You're going to have fucking walls where it's. Okay, I got past the screen. I spent 400 deaths in this area. <laughs> finally, yes, I finally got that last enemy killed. I did everything right. Move on to the next screen. No checkpoint, bitch. There's another screen full of shit that you don't even know how to fuck with yet. So do your best. And of course you die. So go all <laughs> the way back. Yeah. 
it does a pretty decent balance of there are times where you're going to have a challenging area and your reward on the next screen is a checkpoint. You're going to have many of those, but you're also going to have some where you're like, Chris, there was a time a couple nights ago where I was in an area. I had it. It was it was pretty much a wall. I had I had probably close to 100 deaths ish. And when I finally got that part finished a couple of hours later, when I finally made that last jump correctly off the last jump or moon uh, uh, cloud step and landed and was like three steps away from transitioning, I was like, I should just stop the game right now. <laughs> I should just stop. I don't have to go to the next screen. I don't have to know what's on the next screen because the next screen is going to be a gamble. It's either going to be a checkpoint or it's going to be like, ha, 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 ha. There's, so, there's more shit to do. Oh, man. I've kind of had some of those elations like Dark Souls where it's like, yes, I overcome this. I did this. And yes, those are there. The ch- you, you get that. I have had that feeling of, yes, I fucking did it. But I just, for me, it's been the challenges have been so like, ah, oh, fuck that. Ah, just, um, the, the, I would spend a couple hours grinding my teeth and I would spend about 30 seconds going, fuck yeah, I did it. <laughs> I feel bad, man. I really do because I feel like I'm painting such a negative light, but I, I just, I, it really isn't the game. I mean, it, it may not be the game. It may just be me that this, this game is, this, this type of challenge is not, not, I'm just having a rough time. Well, I tell you what. So I just bought the game. Um, okay. And I'm not good at these games. So I'm going to give it a shot, and I'll let you know if it's just okay. you or if I also totally suck at it. Yeah. And again, the game itself was fun. It it, it was fun. Uh, I mean, it still is. The, the, now that I've got past certain walls, I'm getting back into the... I'm actually making progress into this last area of the game. Right. Don't know what the last boss is like. I haven't had any of that spoiled for me, thankfully, so I don't know what I'm about to get into. And I also don't know when I'm going to get there. But I just... I, I, I'm pretty confident that I'm in, the, I'm in the final stretches of this game. And this last area has been pretty challenging. It's had every other screen I've spent a lot of time on. But yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. The the other game I've been playing a little bit, again, peppering it in because this is going from one challenging game to another. Not not a lot of palate cleansing for me this week. <laughs> right. Has has been Mega Man Eleven. And dude, I'm not even a sadist. Like I feel like this is making me a sadist because when I played Dark Souls, here's an example. Uh Calamite. Calamite to this day in Dark Souls, which is a DLC boss. Understand what I'm, what I'm about to tell you. If Chris, have you played God, I feel like I ask you this every other episode. Have you played Dark Souls? Yeah. Okay. The entirety, like all the way through? No. Okay. Well, uh, Calamite Go ahead. No, I haven't finished Souls. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Calamite is a DLC boss in Dark Souls. He's one of one, two, three, four. Let's see. There's, there's. Yeah, I want to say he's the yes, yeah. So, of of the DLC bosses and all the other, I'm I'm guessing like twenty five bosses. Calamite is the only boss in actually 
Yeah, no, 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 just Dark Souls 1. The only boss that I have never soloed. I spent over a month and a half going in to fight Calamite. This is fucking unprecedented. I fought Ornstein and Smo, and it took me like four days max to beat those two. And those are a veritable, that's, th- those are, those are designed to be a wall in Dark Souls. You are fighting two fucking bosses at the same time. And, spoiler alert for those that don't know, when you kill one boss, the other boss goes into fucking Super Saiyan mode and gets powered up. So, <laughs> I have fought Ornstein and Smo and ground my ass to the bone and beat those two. And yes, as of many moments in Dark Souls, that was a jump out of my seat, fuck yes, victory, adrenaline pumping through my body moment. Calamite, I could not. I have I I have damn near the amount of steps it takes me to get to Calamite memorized. I could tell you how long the fucking ladder is to get down to the pit to fight him. <laughs> and I finally broke after like a month and a half and said, fuck it, and threw that, found a fucking symbol and called somebody in to help me. And it still took three people to go through to find somebody that was either good enough or high enough level to where they could help me and we killed them together. So it is not above me to like grind and work on something, but I will get enjoyment out of times like that. And with Mega Man 11, I feel like this is a bad segue because it's like, whoa, what, what bad stuff? No, 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 no bad stuff. I'm just letting people know that like difficulty is not, uh, I don't look at difficulty and go, eh, difficulty is a big part of gaming. There's a, if you've ever played a game where you just step through it, you'll find there's, it's, it's, it's rather empty. You know, if you have a game where you can just press A your way through it, what the fuck is the point of playing? You're gonna you're gonna want some kind of challenge. And Mega Man the series has always offered that challenge. I think of all the Mega Man games that I've played, probably Mega Man Eight and Mega Man X. I think those two are arguably the easiest Mega Man games around, but even with those, there's still difficulty. There's still a there's still a level of challenge to it. If anything, when you get to the Sigma slash Wily levels and fight, there are different bosses that are just designed to. I mean, when you fight an enemy and they touch you one time and they take away a third of your health, I mean, there you go. It's going to be challenging. Right. So the difficulty of Mega Man for. As as much as I come on this podcast and gush about Mega Man, I will always do that. I love Mega Man. Don't misunderstand. I'm not a fucking Mega Man guru, okay? You're not going to meet me at some convention and, and whip out your fucking NES Classic and go, here's Mega Man 2, man. Go through it. Let's see how fast. I'm going to get through like two bosses and an hour later and go, yeah, I'm kind of done. <laughs> because it's just that there is challenge there. There's always been challenge. And that level of challenge for the normal difficulty of Mega Man 11 is definitely present. I'm happy to report that as of this episode's recording, I have finally beat the first boss. Uh, I It took me a couple evenings. It took me a while to get <laughs> through the level. It did. 
And then there was the, okay, now that I'm through the level, now I have to get to the boss and figure out the boss and figure out his patterns and all that. So there's a whole nonstop train when it comes to every level of Mega Man. There always has been. This one is set differently, set set apart, because the levels in this game, much like the Messenger, are definitely longer. If I went through Mega Man 3... I went through Sparkman stage. It may take me probably six to eight minutes to go through a stage. And that's that's counting if I have a death or two. Okay, I'm not talking about perfect okay. no damage speed runs. If I'm just going, watch me, Chris, I'm gonna go through Sparkman stage. You know, five to eight minutes, somewhere in that neighborhood. Mega Man eleven, you're looking at close to fifteen to twenty minutes for a level. They there's probably I think I want to say about three checkpoints in each level. That could be wrong, and I don't know how far that goes because I've only beaten, as of this recording, I've beaten two bosses. So I don't know exactly how many checkpoints are through every level, how every level has a structure, but what I have noticed, they, and again, this is also based on the normal difficulty of the game. They're... There's almost like a, a area I'll go through and I can get to that area fairly easily in about three to four minutes. And then there's a good stretch with no checkpoint for five, six, seven, eight screens and kind of like the messenger, but kind of not. So from what I hear, if you bump that difficulty down to easy, the, they're more generous with the checkpoints. I don't know. I haven't done that yet. But I kind of, I pretty much hit a wall in Mega Man 11, but it wasn't a continuous wall. I wasn't always getting to the same exact point. It was for various reasons. I would die to damage. I died to just jump. My, jump, my timing on my jumping wasn't good enough. I died to uh, just not, not, not doing things correctly. Once I got past that checkpoint and went to the next area, you know, I'm looking again at another three to four to five minute section before I hit the boss wall. So all this time I've worked up to here, I've finally gotten where I can go through the level and not flawlessly, but I can get through the fucking level, hit that Wily wall, take a moment, breathe, go through the second Wily wall. Now you got a boss and now you got to figure the boss out. The first time that I got there, as I knew it was going to happen, Chris, I was calling it as I was going through the level. I said, I'm feeling pretty good about this run. I'm feeling pretty good about this one. I'm going to get to the boss and have no lives left. I know that's going to happen. I'm going to get in there and then go, oh, oh, time to figure you out because I'm not going to no damage you and I'm not going to, I'm not going to kill you on my first time seeing you. And right. of course not. I got in there. I got to the first, uh, Blockman is one of the bosses that has two phases. This should not be a spoiler at this point, folks, because this was on the demo level, and almost every Mega Man 11 trailer out there shows Blockman either changing or changed. So, yes, Blockman is like a couple of bosses, or a few, I don't know how many in this game that has different forms slash phases. So, the first time, uh, 
if you don't mind, Chris, I'm just going to spoil this boss battle completely. If you, sure, if you don't mind. That's fine. Uh, and for the audience as well, because again, this is out there for the demo. You can do this all on your own right now, even if you don't have the game. Uh, I'm just, I'm trying to build up to the intensity that the man sweating in these Mega Man bosses. This is something I've, I've known for years of, of doing my best to, to muscle my way through the level and go, Hey, that was part one. You gotta do the fucking boss now. So I get to the boss. The first time I had zero lives. I think I was aware of that, but I wasn't. Because when I died, I was like, oh, fuck, all the way to the beginning. And again, folks, as Chris knows, this is going to come into play from our, for our, for our topic today. But yeah, I died, had to go all the way back. What I did do in that first phase was I, I got, I, I got the enemy down. I shot him a lot. <laughs> I shot the guy a lot. I jumped and shot the guy, the shot block man a lot. I Good forced job. him in, I forced him into a second phase and I got, I, I did, I did pretty good. I got a few good chunks of his health down and then I just, I'm, I'm a shitlord. So I died. So combine all this. Okay. So now I have to go back to the level again. Uh, hopefully hoping that it wasn't just luck and, and chance that I got. You have, you have to go through here and get better and get better. I can, I can go through the level fairly easily now. Uh, but you're trying to do this with only, you're trying to do it all in one life. When you lose, when you die the first time in a level, you're, you're not, you're now not thinking, okay, I just, if I could survive to the second checkpoint, I'll be good. Now it's, I want to go through this entire level. Because if I get to the boss and die, I've only got a couple times I can do that, and I've got to do this all over again. Right. So this happened over the course of this week. I got to the boss and fought him, and got to the boss and fought him probably five, six, seven, eight times. On the sixth or seventh time I bought the I fought the boss, I had his patterns down in his second form. I was doing really good. And then a third form happened. And the third form just fucking blew my ass out. Like, just totally crushed me. I was like, what the fuck is this? I thought, I thought he was going to be dead. Wow. No, you got more to go. So, yeah, I went through again and I don't remember how many times I went through again and again. And th- this is my fault. And I, I, I can, I can hear the, tr- the diehard Mega Man fans in my ear already. I can see the diehard Mega Man fans turning away from me. Go for it. I don't fucking care. The third or fourth or fifth time I got to this boss's final form, I accidentally hit the fucking time trigger. And all of the shit that was killing me, like nobody's business, slowed down. And I could dodge it. And I was like, Michael, you you realize you're a dumbass, right? This game has given you mechanics to use and me being me, the, the fucking old school diehard Mega Man. I just, I still, I'm having to tell myself to use this stuff. I'm trying to go through this game and do this without using it, not to prove a point, not to put myself above anybody else in the gaming world. It's, I'm so used to not having this. I, 
remember playing Mega Man 4 for the first time and having the charged up Mega Buster and thinking, why it took me a long time to get used to that. But now that I use that, I use it all the time. I look for it in games. I didn't want it to be out of any future Mega Man game. So this, uh, these two, uh, trigger mechanics are, are, they're still new to me. Even with the level, I have no excuse, man, because the level, the levels themselves are designed to, you're going to want to use them. And -hmm. it makes things so much easier if you do. But I kept not doing it. And here I am mm-hmm. like, all right, motherfucker, I'm, I'm, I'm going to come back here and I'm going to learn your pattern. I'm going to figure out how you're jumping, figuring out when you're shooting, figuring out when I need to start doing this. At, do I need to slide here or jump here or jump forward or jump backwards? And oh, oh, oh my finger hit the timer. Oh, whoa, wait a minute. Oh, wow. Oh, the fight just got easier. Like the, <laughs> either the next time or the next time after that, I had him wiped. I still had half my health left. So for a diehard, true old school Mega Man fan, I could hear you. I can hear you just like I could hear myself saying stuff like, "Uh, why would you want to use that stuff, man? I'm going to tell you now, you can call it an excuse if you want to. Call it how you want to, Mega Man fan. This is how me, the Mega Man fan, sees it. Mega Man has always been about progression over time. Okay, Mega Man did not start out with a slide. Mega Man got a slide in Mega Man 3, and there were level parts. There were parts in the level that were designed for you to use that. It was a designed as a utility and as a as a yes you have to use a progression thing mega man 4 you didn't have a charge uh mega buster a charged up shot until mega man 4 now granted that one's kind of cheating there aren't too many spots where you have to have the mega buster and i understand a lot of hardcore mega man fans don't even want to use it i don't care that this is something that Mega Man to me. This is a part of Mega Man, gaining new abilities, gaining new tools, gaining new things to help you progress in the level, make boss fights easier, make enemy fights easier, yada yada yada. I don't have a problem with these gear mechanics. I don't. I think they're fine. I have a problem with myself not using them, and I need to start using them get and get better at them and i will do i want these mechanics to carry into the future i gotta say chris i don't even know i really don't know i don't know if it feels like the 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 gear mechanics of Mega Man 11 were a design from function more than a design from Mega Man. And I know that doesn't make any sense because who the fuck thought that a robot should slide? You know, I get that. It's, it's, it's kind of weird. It's kind of a little out there, but the story of Mega Man 11 was designed around this, like this, this, this gear mechanic is a part of this game. So it's there and I'm going to use it. I will also say, uh, to naysay those who say that you know maybe maybe gears are cheating or it makes things easy you can't use this shit forever i have purchased oh that's another thing chris this is something that made made things a little easier as i was going through this game 
And this one I have no excuse for because I've been knowing, I've been doing this shit since Mega Man 7, mainly Mega Man 8. So you collect a currency in this game. You collect bolts and gears and nuts and shit. And it, it gives you a currency. This is not an unknown thing to Mega Man. You can use the currency to buy things. You can use it to buy one-ups or E-tanks <clears throat> or special little parts that makes things easier. Like, hey, if you spend 300 bolts, you can buy this part. That if you step on a spike, instead of dying, you basically just take damage. But once you hit a spike one time, this chip goes away. Or you can buy, I think in this one, beat is is uh you can buy like beat charges the bird and you can buy like three of them and the idea is if you if you fall in a pit beat will come pick you up out of the pit and put you back on the ground but again that uses one so you would have to keep buying these to use them and so once i found out once i pretty much had the levels down pat my block was really lives, so I would just, I had a stockpile of these bolts. I, w I was getting bolts everywhere and never spending them. So I would just go fill up on like nine lives and then go through the level. I would waste them all and die, sure, but then I go back <laughs> to the screen and I would buy nine more lives. Now, is this a long way around it? Sure. Is it cheating? I mean, again, guys, we're still going to tackle this topic today, so we'll find out in a little while if you think it's cheating or not. But honestly, Chris, is it really? They they give you a currency in the game, and they say you can just go buy these lives. That's one way to do it. I could also find a spot in the level, which you can. There's a few of them that just keeps constantly spitting out enemies, and I could basically mm -hmm. grind for lives if I want to. So, eh. You call it cheating if you want to, but I call it just saving time. I mean, it's part of the game. It's exactly. And that's the core of these gears. They're, this is a, it is, it is also a narrative part of this game to have these gear mechanics. So once I started using those, it made going through the level easier. It made taking down bigger, powerful enemies easier. It made taking down the boss easier. It's now I'm trying to gear myself mentally to where if I'm getting stuck on fighting something or even stuck on a platforming area, let me just use the time thing. What I was starting earlier and totally tangented off of is that <laughs> so, yes, me going through the level and buying lives, that's one way to make it easier. I did buy a chip part that. Let's so okay. When you have you have the the gear mechanic, you can use it for two ways. You can use it to supercharge your shots, which for your standard buster makes the makes your shots more powerful. Or two, if you're using a special weapon, a boss weapon, it has an alternate form of attack, which is cool. Or you can use a time slow mechanic, which slows time. You have a meter when you're using this, and that meter charges up. When that meter reaches max, that thing overheats and takes twice, if not three times as long to recover. So you can use this time mechanic, yes, and you can point your finger at me for like, oh, you're just making it too easy. You don't get to use that forever. You get to use it as long as that meter is available. And even in that boss fight, when I... When I got to the third phase, I used that time mechanic, I think once and maybe half of another time. So all it let me do was take a probably about five to ten seconds, I forget how long it lasts, to basically catch my fucking breath. 
and it gave me a little bit more time to watch what the boss was doing and watch what these enemies are doing and watch what the platform how the platforms are moving but it's not like oh yeah let me just fucking engage the time slowdown mechanic and i'm just gonna god mode through this level it doesn't work that way so I can totally see people getting. I've, 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 I'm saying all this because I've seen and read a few reviews here and there where people are like, "Yeah, I don't touch those mechanics. Those are for those are for babies. I'm a fucking <laughs> baby then, because I use them. And but I, That's uh, you, you you can't just spam these things. You can't constantly use them. There's a there's a stop mechanic to them. So all that all that aside. All that hogwash out of the way. I finally got past the, the boss that I couldn't even beat in the fucking demo. Woo! Now, here's the funny thing, Chris. Uh, I right. did cheat a bit and looked up the next boss that I should go try. Because uh, here's another time-saving thing, okay? You can call it what you want. I, I don't care. It's out there for the public to know. Somebody out there did the homework, I'm sure, way before the game was released. But what I would always do in the past... Because I've, I've put my time into these Mega Man games. You don't really know what quote unquote first boss you ever want to fight. So Mega Man 3 was my first example of this one. Uh, I played Mega Man 3 before Mega Man 2. I played Mega Man 3. I don't fucking know what boss to start with. Right, let's start with Spark Man. I don't know why. Just try him. Up. Oh, I. I can't beat that boss too hard. Let's go try hard, man, and work your way down the ladder until I finally found the boss that is pretty easy to fight and takes hopefully the most damage from just a standard buster. From that point on, let's use an example like, uh, let's use hard man, for example. Let's say I started out with hard man. Let's say I muscled through it and said, fuck it. I just, I like his level. I feel challenged by hard man as a boss. I'm going to kill him. I, 17 fucking months later, I finally kill hard man. Where do I go next? I don't know. I know the concept of Mega Man is that that weapon, the hard knuckle, a boss is weak to that, but I don't know what boss is weak to that. So I have to go try Gemini Man or go try, I have to just go pick a random boss and not only, not only, Go through the frustration and the difficulty of just learning the level. There is, Chris, there is almost, I, I would have to sit down and think. I would have to do homework and think of something more frustrating than spending time going through a difficult level in a Mega Man game and just working your way through the challenge and doing the fucking Rocky theme and pushing through. And you get to the boss, Chris. And you pull out the only fucking boss weapon you have and you go, fuck you, boss. And you shoot the weapon and the and and the and the bullet goes tink <laughs> right off. Oh, yeah. not only am I not weak to this at this thing, I'm invincible. This thing doesn't even affect me. So now you're like, well, so this is not the boss order. I've got to go find another boss. Let me go pick Gemini Man. Let me go work my way through Gemini Man stage. And then you get the Gemini Man. And you shoot him with one and it does one one damage. Okay. Gemini Man is not the boss. So all, all this to say, when I beat Block Man, <laughs> Google, what is the boss order? So the next boss I went to was the next suggested boss uh, uh it wasn't fuse man i'm sorry uh, i have to look it up i don't want to lie i don't want to lie and tell people i played a boss that i didn't play 
I'm going to vamp for you for a minute. So the next boss that I was Acid Man. Oh, God, how would I forget him? So this is how, again, this is the, the... it's such a subjective thing with me, Chris, how like this, this is kind of an amazing talking point for people in general of how I will talk to Chris and Chris will say, no, dude, I made it through that boss. And like, the th- I spent four weeks on the boss. Like, this is just something that happens. It's, I don't think it's just me. I don't think it's just Chris. This is something that we all experience, but I'm playing Mega Man 11 I had the Mega Man 11 demo. Granted, I may have put like three or four hours tops into Mega Man 11 demo, but I had the fucking demo. I didn't even make it to the boss in the demo. I got the game. It took me a long time to even make it to the boss. Just love putting you on the spot, Chris. I'll make it easy for you. Think hours. Just guess how long it took me to go through Acid Man stage and beat Acid Man. Eight hours. <laughs> Jesus. Not quite. <laughs> it took me close enough to two hours. Okay. So I went through his stage. I I, I want to say that there are, de- there are definitely some spike challenges, spike challenging levels toward the end uh, areas toward the end of his level. And there are some difficult parts to it. But I almost feel like I breeze through his stage. I remember some of the points. I remember some of the, the enemies and stuff. But I, I went through it. And then when I got to the boss, the boss became the wall. I was stuck on the boss more than I was stuck on the level itself. But pretty much one afternoon, man. That, that That's kind of the time frame I really want to emphasize. Like in one afternoon, I went into Acid Man stage... Got the stage cleared and then finally wiped the boss off and then moved on. I've been through Impact Man. That's who I've been working on next. I've made it to like the first, I think maybe even the second checkpoint, I think. But yeah. So all in all, the the, the minor nitpick Mega Man fan complaints that I still have, I still do have. I really do miss a lot of the old classic sound effects and I still don't really care for his actual running animation. I wish his jump was, I wish his legs would throw out forward instead of back. It's a li- little bitty dumb nitpicky shit that people don't care about. Uh, I wish the music would have been a little different as well. I I, I kind of have some of the Mega Man tunes from this game in my head, but not really. This game seems like a very, it seems like a very, I don't want to say generic. I feel like safe. I think that's what two best friends would call it as well. It feels like a, a very safe Mega Man, uh, kind of comfy ish. Uh, it, it's, it, it's, it's good. It's it's definitely good than it's better than nothing, but it's it's not uh it's not up there in my like top five of all time Mega Man games. And that's fine. I'm enjoying it. I I do like the art design, I like the graphics, I like the way this I like the direction this game is going. 
And if the future Mega Man Mega Man game is going to be like this, I feel it's going to be okay. I feel we'll, I feel we'll be okay as long as they don't progressively start changing more and more, like maybe adding two to three more different mechanics, but removing his slide and you know changing the bosses from eight to six, you know, just progressively morphing it into something else. I think sure. with this as a starting point for this type of Mega Man that we've all been asking for, I think I think we'll be okay. Okay, I'm only two bosses in, folks. I can't give any kind of review. I, God, and I t- uh, just so anybody knows, I d- am well aware that I'm not even to the Wily stages yet, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be Wily. And I know that those stages are designed to kick your ass, and I know they're going to, and that's fine. At that point, I will hopefully have been better and good enough. And if not, I've got a shitload of bolts to buy a shitload of lives. So. <laughs> We'll see how the future of Mega Man 11 holds for me. Uh, and what I thought would be about 15 minutes of my week. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I think that's... Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, I, I I found a local bakery, got some cool sweets. I'm going to eat some today, num num, good stuff. But that's it for me, man. <laughs> All right. Um, so, let's say non-gaming... Um, I got a new keyboard. Um, I've been using, of course, a Razer, Black Widow, Ultimate, whatever it is, you know. But because I stream, record the podcast, and play D&D, all things involving a microphone near it, um, it's been pretty loud. So I actually, um, the one I bought, it's still a Razer one, uh, but it's one of their uh, stealth editions. So it's got their uh, orange keys in it, which are much quieter. Um, I haven't really had a chance to test it out, you know, in a uh, live situation yet, but it should be a lot quieter. Um, I also just went in and ordered a uh, a microphone stand that actually can be put on the ground instead of on a desk. uh, Because last week I had an issue where uh, the external hard drive on my PS4 was causing enough vibration to where there was a hum on my on my microphone. Um, so between needing to adjust my microphone stand, even if it's on the desk, still I have some other adapters I can use to maybe absorb that vibration. Um, but I've been weird wondering random technology problems you come across. Yeah, you know? it's just it's like uh, what? Yeah. So trying to improve my uh, audio situation a little bit. Um, yeah, but the keyboard, I'm enjoying it. It's so much quieter. Uh, of course, it's, you know, one of three mechanical keyboards in this room, but <laughs> it's the one directly next to the microphone, so it's kind of the right. most important one. Mm. Um, let's see. Anything non-gaming related other than that? Uh, my driver's license came in yesterday, you know, after that horror story to DMV. Took exactly mm. a week, so that's not bad. Um, I feel like there was something else, but I don't remember now. Maybe I'll think of it. Um, on the gaming side, now I'm going to, uh, call your two games, um, and raise you negative one. Oh, um, God. What? Because I only played one game. Okay. Um, I have continued playing Assassin's Creed Odyssey and only it. Um, I am determined 
to uh, get through this game. It is so mm-hmm. long. Um, and I know if I stop, I'm going to pick up something else and not get back to it. So, And I'm having fun with this. It's not like I'm forcing myself to. It's yeah, more yeah. the forcing myself is forcing myself to stick to it and not get sidetracked. Not right. because it's a bad game, but because I just don't want to get sidetracked. Um, yeah, yeah. So this week's stats, I have 57 hours in the game now. So I played 27 hours since Saturday. Um, I'm level 43 and I'm 77% complete. Jesus. So I I think I'll actually beat it this weekend um, as far as the main story goes. I kind of, my percentage jumped a lot in chunks because this is like a lot of other games. You know, the side stuff is 5% of it. Stories, the other 95. So I do one story-related mission and I jump up like 3%. I do 100 side quests and I jump up 1%, you know? So it's... It's a little bit of exaggeration, but you get what I mean. Um, let's see. Uh, I haven't had any more crashes. Um, I've had a couple instances of it freezing momentarily, um, assuming while it's loading something and there's some error, but it resolves it and or passes it, and uh, I'm able to continue no problem. So that's good. They did push out a, a large patch yesterday. But the patch notes are terrible for some reason. Um, I don't know what their process is on determining, you know, when they're going to release full patch notes or if they're even going to for this one. Because this is 1.03 patch. And the 1.02 notes were much more detailed. Um, all the stuff they had fixed uh, last week at some point, I guess. Uh, or shortly. Might have even been, you know, part of the day one patch. Uh but it was bug fixes and stuff. It looks like they upped the amount of arrows you can carry. Um, but other than that, I didn't really see any visual difference. Um, is that as in like the baseline? Can you can you not upgrade how many you can carry on your own? So it was 40 arrows, which is a good amount. And you can pause and craft more at any time as long as you have the resources, which you will after the very first part of the game. Um, but it's now 60, which I'm okay with. I don't really care. Um, the All the other games have had you upgrade the amount you could carry. So it was kind of nice immediately jumping to 40, whereas before it'd be like, oh, you can carry, you know, 15. So I have no, I had no problem with 40 and not being able to upgrade at all. Um, having 60, okay. <laughs> Even better, sure. Um it's not going to change anything about how I play the game other than I'll need to pause, you know, a minute later or something, yeah, depending sound, on what fight I'm doing. Sounds kind of like a quality of life patch. And that's just, just makes you curious why they chose to make that one. You know, I, I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, and I, I didn't even notice it at first until I was reading on the forums, trying to find patch notes. Um, and it's supposedly just mostly bug fixes and, a couple of things like that. Uh, I also noticed that on the Ubisoft Club site, what I've been using to kind of track my progress, they added two more things they're tracking. Legendary gear and the uh, uh, Ori Calcum, however you say it, 
special material you can earn by doing the daily and weekly uh, questing game. Yeah. Um, so now they're tracking that. Okay. It's just a, literally a stat. Um, and it seems like when they did it, at least on PS4, um, it caused some people to lose a little bit of, uh, or actually lose the weekly quest um, mm-hmm. if they hadn't completed it. I don't have that issue, and I don't know if uh, the reset cleared it up because um, there's the daily reset for when the daily quests reset. And I had read where someone else, once that reset passed, they were good. So I don't know if that's everybody in that boat, which it still sucks to lose progress on the quest, but at least it's not gone for the entire week, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I The patch notes sucked, so I don't know what all they changed, but it had very little uh, impact on me. Uh, I did watch, and I've been trying to avoid Assassin's Creed videos and stuff because uh, I don't want spoilers. Um but I did watch a video Achievement Hunter put out because it was a little short one. It was only like three minutes long. I'm like, okay, uh, what are they showing off? You know, <laughs> there's a bug um, where if you do a certain sequence of events and uh, ship combat and stuff, you can actually have an enemy spawn without a skin. So it's just the white, not wireframe, but like a base mannequin type model. Yeah. So that's amusing, oh, and wow. but it's a very okay. and I almost actually got that. Um, if I had done like one more thing, I would have seen that in my game. <laughs> but it's just amusing, you know. And that's kind of the extent of the bugs for me in that game. It's okay, something minor, not a big deal at all, and it doesn't really impact anything. It's more amusing than than anything. Um, yeah. Uh. Gameplay-wise, I'm still enjoying the story. Um, I'm at that point where I'm trying to balance story and side stuff uh, even more so because I don't, I don't know how close I am to the end. But based on you know 77% complete, I feel like I'm fairly close. But I still have quite a bit of side stuff to do. Um, so I've actually been going around doing side quests. Um, I've only been doing the ones with the diamond icon, uh, the traditional one from Origins, because mm-hmm. there are others I talked about last week that have like an hourglass, and those are actually smaller black diamonds with the icon in them. So those, I think, are random, doesn't really matter things. They're just there for, you know, some more experience or whatever. Um, yeah. They're typically very short, kill this, do this, you know, something essentially a fetch quest type thing. No story-related reason. Um, the diamond quest, though, there are entire side quests. I mentioned this I, a little bit. I don't know how much in detail I got last week, but some of the side quests lead to you being able to recruit the character for your ship or something. Um, or you get some item. or you know, There's some reward for getting through the entire quest. Some bigger than others. Uh, and not all of them have a special reward at the end you know some of it's just the quest itself is the and the story i guess you could say that comes from is the reward and again decisions impact the main story and i had a i had a situation where i was doing a side quest and 
it asks you to make a decision about killing these people. And I'm like, no, I don't want to kill them. So then the alternative, which I didn't think was going to play out like this, was, oh, well, okay, then kill these people. Since you didn't want to kill them, kill these people. I'm like, that's also not what I wanted to do. <laughs> I wanted to just walk away from the situation and say, figure it out yourselves. You're mm-hmm. a bunch of jerks. Um, but, and so I'm like, I'm forcing this fight against these two NPCs I don't want to kill. I'm like, okay, fine. You know what I have? I have paralyzing arrows. So I just took them down with paralyzing arrows and I left. Quest incomplete. Because I wasn't going to kill them. Mm-hmm. I go about my business, do a couple of quests. Go back to the city, not the one, not where they were at. They were out, you know, outside the city at another location on the map nearby. I go back to the city and all of a sudden I'm in combat. One of the guys had woken up and went all the way to the city to attack me. <laughs> and this persisted. I just, I just ran away from him and left him alone. Wow. I just ignored him. And I ran off, did quests, and every, t- every time I would come back, he would aggro me. And finally I was like, okay, fine. You're coming at me now. Now we have a problem. I left you alone. Sure, you paralyzed for a bit, but that's better than an alternative. But now you're going to get the alternative. So I murdered him. And very quickly, it's like one shot through the head. He's dead. He's this stupid NPC. Um, not even like a guard type NPC. He's essentially a civilian. So I put him down. I'm like, okay, well, I killed him. I might as well go back and find the other guy. Because the other guy, so this one would come at you with his little staff thing or whatever he had. Mm-hmm. The other guy cowered. He, like, wow. got down, not, I don't remember if he actually crouched down, but he, like, you know, put his hands up, you know, kind of cover, covering himself, like, I don't want to be here, I don't want any part of this. And I'm like, sorry, guy, You're, uh, your buddy sealed your fate for you. So I just mm-hmm. killed him again, and I'm like, okay, quest is done. Enjoy your payout, jerks. <laughs> so I have that blemish on my record. <laughs> but it's it's one of those things and it's been interesting because I had chickens aggro me and that was a thing I guess I accidentally wow. hit one so I had like three aggro me while I was fighting a mercenary off and I'm like what is hitting me and I turn around I'm like there's nothing there and then the chicken flaps <laughs> its little wings and jump at me and I'm like are you serious I'm now <laughs> being attacked and having to defend myself from chickens what is this Zelda <laughs> so I killed the chickens and I took their skin for my collection. Um, oh, wow, wow. <laughs> it's blemishes, and, you say, huh? I mean, they're just chickens. Um, oh, there are civilians that have caught me stealing and stuff. I told you about how that works. Because um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I didn't like this area I was in, I didn't like any of the people living there, civilians involved. So I was like, yeah, I'll go ahead and steal this thing. Of course, a couple of the civilians aggro me. I leave. They're not worth my time. And they're civilians, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not overly concerned. And I have the same thing where I come back and they aggro me. But eventually they stopped. Um, and I didn't have to kill them. I, I don't know if it's like when you reload, it'll stop the aggro. I didn't try that with the quest. Um, and it probably wouldn't have changed the quest stuff. But it probably resets the random NPCs when you reload. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Oh, that reminds me. This game, despite what I just said, is very good about remembering things you've done. Um, so I mentioned last week that I had a set of armor that was incomplete from one of the side things. 
It was a set of five, and I was missing the body piece. Well, I went around, and um, the uh, I was like, okay. I stopped, and I actually thought about it. I was like, this piece of armor is part of this set. All these pieces came from this side quest. I am completely done with that side quest. I checked, and I'm like, yeah, there's no reason I shouldn't have this. And I'm like, I didn't loot the body. I'm like, mm. oh, am I just, am I hosed? Am I not going to get this? So I looked, Googled the where it came from, confirmed, yep, killed that guy. Um, I should have it. I was like, all right, where is he located? You know, still Googling. All right, he's there. I go over there. They're like, yeah, he's at this building. I'm like, okay, I go in the building. The body is still there, still with this little glowy thing telling me to loot it. <laughs> what? This was 20 hours later. Jesus. But that body was still there, still waiting for me to loot it. Wow. That is great. Um, and there will be bodies just laying around where you've been before um, in certain situations. Not all of them will stay there, but yeah. uh, and depending how long it's been. I was gonna ask if that breaks. Do, do, do you think that breaks the immersion for you at all? That like this body has been here for twenty hours, and I'm not talking about like day and night, like decaying. Mm-hmm. I mean, like just did nobody has seen this. Is it hidden? No. Is, it, is it tucked away enough where it wouldn't be seen? It, it was kind of tucked away, and I actually murdered everybody else in the area. So, oh, you know. okay. <laughs> um, but like in forts and stuff, the other guys will actually come and take bodies away. So those won't stay there. But they don't just despawn either. They actually get carried off by their buddies and placed somewhere. I haven't let any of them take it that far. I just kill them while they're carrying the other body. Um, You know, because that's what I do. Um, And, yeah. Um, Let's see. Anything else? Uh, I got my unicorn back. Um there's a skin in Origins I unlocked for the uh, unicorn, and it just amuses me. And uh, it amused me to show the kid, you know. And I was like, hey, mm-hmm. look, look at my horse. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a unicorn. Um, and actually trails sparkles behind it. Uh, so it's, it's just an amusing little thing. Um, and I actually found it. Uh, I think it was in a shop. Or I, I, yeah, I think it was in a shop I found it in. Because the shops will randomly have a skin for your horse you can buy. I was like, yep, I'll buy that one. So not riding around my unicorn again. Um, <laughs> trying to think. I think that's about it without getting into spoilers. Um, okay. Which I'll save until I'm completely done with the game. And then I can talk spoilers. and. Uh, Fair enough. At least minor spoilers. I'm not going to, you know go run through the game, but, you know, at least talk about some some of the side stuff I'm being very vague about because I think it's worth getting the experience um, for those that are looking to play it and haven't yet. Uh, but I'm enjoying it still. I'm still loving it, uh, uh, even though it's taking a very long time to get through. I was trying to actually think, and I think I'm probably at about the time uh, I'd have to, I could probably go back to my notes actually and see how long it took me to do Origins. Um, but I think I'm probably about to pass that time and I haven't even beat the main part of the game yet. I think they typically run with 100% at about 70 hours. 
and I'm already at 57%. Um, so it may be close. I'll have to actually compare once I'm done. That's it for me. Nothing else for the week. That's it for the week. Yeah, that is it. I've been working. I mean, I, I did D&D. Um, had another situation where I'm trying to, you know, hook the players on something. I drop hints and they're oblivious. So who knows what's going to happen next? I will. A- I'll tell you what. I will ask this because I'm sure. still. Cu- I may ask this until you complete the game because this is very important to me. In comparison, still, as much as you played now, with the percentage you played up till now, this compared to Origins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this thoughts, is... Thoughts, feelings, like, moments, just anything. Because, man, I need to know if, why, and how better this is than that. Yeah, this is definitely better than Origins. Um, I... I probably won't make a determination story-wise until it's completely over, but based on what I've played so far, I mean, Origins had a solid story for me as well. Um, so I don't... It'll be hard for me to say if it's better or not, but it is also a solid story. Um, I am enjoying it thoroughly. Uh, Gameplay-wise, they improved upon pretty much everything that Origins did. Um so combat's a little bit more fluid. Uh, it's a little bit more difficult, um, at least to me. Um, but I could also just be rusty, like I said before. Um, but even, you know, 57 hours in, if I don't play my cards right, I'm going to get stomped. Um, I did a couple hidden boss fights uh, recently, and they were rough. Um but they had mechanics, so once you kind of figured it out, you knew what to do, but even knowing what to do is still a little difficult. Um, right. Or I say a little, still fairly difficult. Um, it's The difficulty isn't to the point where I will like constantly die, like I'm going to constantly get one shot or something like that. Um, it's just, okay, I'll get 90% done with the fight, and then die because I don't have the ability to heal at the moment. You know, I'm either waiting mm-hmm. on cooldown or I run out of adrenaline to use. Um, I I haven't run into any fight that made me go, okay, I need to walk away. Still haven't needed any need to grind. Excuse me. Um, everything scales up to you, so it's going to pretty much be at the same level or higher. Um which is why, like, I purposely waited until I, the last, not the last boss fight, but one of the last boss fights I did, as far as side material goes, I purposely waited until I was the same level as the quest. Because mm-hmm. when, I, when I got, when I unlocked it, rather, it was, like, four levels above me, if not more. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. I'll wait until I'm the same level. I have plenty of other stuff to do. No reason not to wait. Um, and it was a challenging fight. And if I'd done it earlier levels, I probably wouldn't have beat it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a very much a stick to your level type difficulty. Um, uh, I don't know. I, it's, I haven't actually thought about comparison too much. I'll have to actually think about that and get back to you. It, uh, it's, it's more, it, I think for me, more 
what it really is, is the amount of fun that I recall you having in Origins. It definitely doesn't seem like it's, it seems like this game is definitely above that. Yeah. It seems like just your your day to day. Just I am enjoying this game. It seems like you're enjoying this game mm-hmm. more than Origins. Yeah, overall, I'd say so. Yeah, that's fine. That's good enough for me. All right. Well, I guess we'll roll in, step in, drive into, fly, do something. We'll get into the topic for the day. And how did I title this, Chris? Uh, lives. Lives continues and game overs. Lives continues and game overs. Yes, there may be a couple extra facets in or around this, the these these ideas, but yeah. So this is a topic I've been wanting to discuss for a while, and I think it's gonna. I think the further we go into gaming, with the more with the advancements that games are making, with the, the the different mechanics that they're adding, the the older i say this politely but archaic uh mindsets of games being politely pushed to the side i think this is this is going to continue to be a topic worthy of discussion until this is until it's not anymore it's the idea of playing a game and your gameplay being halted by something now your your gameplay being stopped halted there, there are many reasons why that could happen. Like I talked about for four hours today's episode, it could be halted because of difficulty. You know, you've reached a challenging point, and you either can't get past it, or you're you ha- or you're going to get better and get past it, and that's fine. That's the challenge of a game is understandable. The challenge of the game is a necessity. I would say there are lots of games that you can just prance through and you can just just skip through and those are fine they they they, there's a time and a place for them and if you're in the mood for them i suppose but even in my mind i mean in my mind saying that you play video games means that to some degree you accept a level of challenge the challenge in and of itself is fine being halted by the challenge is fine but i think i feel that concepts like lives and continues and game overs they are slowly well actually they've been rapidly going away over time i don't know as as we'll discuss with this topic we'll you know whether it's going to go away forever i think that depends it depends on the game and, and and the the reason why it's there so i did a little bit of homework with this topic and by a little bit of homework i mean exactly 20 minutes before recording i pulled up wikipedia articles and checked out a few things (laughs) and it was stuff that i already knew i just kind of want to see where the history of some of this stuff came from most of it's common sense uh at least in the gaming mindset for me it's common sense for me these concepts were derived in kind of the arcade mentality that you know, you have a limited amount of times to try this. You have a limited amount of time to play the game. And if you want to continue playing, you're going to have to either get better at it and progress without dying. Or if you die, you're going to have to put more money in the machine. Uh, I've sure. seen shown that uh, 
apparently game over has goes dates back all the way to the 1950s starting with uh pinball machines and it was just not so much that that was just a way to show like hey you've lost all your lives which and and in the form of a pinball machine is the actual uh silver weighted balls you use to progress through the whatever area whatever the machine was made out to be uh same thing with extra lives i mean your your lives are annotated by the by the amount of balls that are there and you i don't know if they specifically had ways where typically when i remember pinball machines they would have like if you put a quarter in you basically get three chances and sometimes you could progress in the i say progress but you could unlock different maybe secrets or point specific or physical terrain specific objectives to get more balls added to your queue but when those ran out you essentially ran out of lives that carried on to other games like platformers actions etc and those are essentially chances you had which correlate later on into chances that will continue into checkpoints uh i think checkpoints could also be in this discussion as well and at the end of that, you have game over, or I'm sorry, you have a uh, continues where you've expelled all your lives. You've already had a game over screen. And now it's, do you want to continue? Uh, this goes all the way back to the eighties where the point of a continue screen was, Hey, if you put more money in, you can kind of, you pretty much keep your progress. Right. So yeah, for what it's designed for almost strictly, talking money yeah it's it, it it functions where i feel that the these concepts don't carry over a lot uh, i just don't feel they carry over today that much depending on the genre which we'll discuss i just feel like it's just not a concept that translates that well into the console or other gaming market the non-arcade market an early example I can think of, Chris. What I've had, I've had this bounce around in my head for years and years and years. I was thinking about uh, I was I was playing Super Mario sixty four. This was this was like I don't know a decade ago. One of the many times in my life I played Mario sixty four, and I was doing I was doing my first ever one hundred twenty star run. Not not a speed run. I was just trying to get all one hundred twenty stars in the game. I had come pretty close in the past, in my late teenage, early 20s, but I never sat down and said, okay, I'm going to actually get all 120 stars. I'm going to do everything in the game. And I was, I think, is it Tall Tall Mountain? It was one of the later levels in Mario 64. In any event, I was in this level, and I would die, I would die, I would die, because I suck. I'm just a bad video gamer. <laughs> And I would get the game over screen because I used up all of my lives. And I would start, you know, I pick my, I select my file. I get right back into the game. The game was over. There was no really continuous, just started back up. And I would. And Mario would start in the middle of the field. I would run into the castle. I would run uh, downstairs. I believe it was downstairs. Yeah. And I would get back into the painting and I would get back into the level. And it dawned on me sometime in doing that, I don't know, the 20th time of having to go back in the level. It's like this, this is like a waste of time. You know, the, the, so if I go through this level 
And no matter where I die at, if I die, I lose a life. If I lose enough lives, Chris, what is the penalty? What is the, what, what, what's, what's actually being taken away from me? What's actually being taken away from me is time. Yeah. Because I'm, unless I choose to quit for the day or night, whatever, I just go back and I press start, I select the file and I get back into it. It takes me about, about three to four minutes to get back to, back into the painting and right back where I was as if I did not lose a life. So, yeah, it just, it, it, that's been in my head every time that I play, not every time literally, but almost every time when I play a video game and it has a lives slash game over slash continue type setting. It's just, it's, it's so archaic to me. It's something that is just, it's, it's, it's almost, I take it as, it's just a time waster. Now, sure. there, th- this type of mentality, I remember a lot from the third generation of gaming where I started at the Nintendo era specifically, there were so many Nintendo games that had, and I know they're not alone. I'm just saying this is my first experience where it's, you go through a level you die a few times. You either start at some arbitrary, not really, not really seen checkpoint. You die some more, you get game over. And if you choose to continue, you either one would start at the beginning of the level or you would start the beginning of the game. The beginning of the game ones to me just blew my fucking mind. And even, I mean, even as a kid, that is daunting. That is an incredible task to ask of a kid. This is where I'm going to get really fucking grown up pissed off about shit like this. Because you're telling a kid, you know, eight, nine, seven, whatever years old, hey, here's a video game. It's very bright, very colorful. The music's very catchy. It's very fun. There are nine levels in this game. You're going to go through the first level fairly easily. The second level, not so much. Third level's hard. Four, five, six, seven, eight, and nine are brutally difficult. Extremely difficult. And guess what, kid? While you're having fun and enjoying this, while challenge is challenge, I'll give you that, but while you're enjoying this game, when you make it through halfway through level six, you die, start all the way over. Well, you're good enough obviously to have gotten past the challenges already and it's almost going to get to the point where the more you do those levels they're going to be super easy you may even do like no damage runs you're just going through the level but then you just got to get one or two more screens past the place where you already died at and then when you died you go all the way back to the beginning of the game i would have to sit down chris today and try to find games that are that strict i mean even the games that are known to be that difficult have some type of checkpoint system in dark souls has it demon souls had it uh bloodborne has it there's a uh, uh, ninja gate in black i think is another kind of uh 3d slash em up uh difficult game i'm not sure the checkpoint system in there i believe it does i also don't know if it, it's it's game over i think it might have kept like the game over uh to the title screen or maybe to the beginning of the level i'm not sure but yeah, I, I feel that. I mean, so so let's so let's talk about this. What what genres do we think, if we can think of any, the collective minds of you and I? What what games today 
properly utilized and the and it's there and justified having a lives game over or and or continue setup. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I can see both sides of it. I get that it sucks, and I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it in general. Um, of, uh, especially like starting from the beginning. That just we're past that era completely. Mm-hmm. Um, starting at the beginning of levels, I'm. I think that's more appropriate for platformers, you know. Um, but even then, yeah. it depends on the difficulty of it. Um, because it, though, even that's kind of hard to say right now because we're kind of in this era of hard games, you know. Oh, the Souls games are hard, so now other games need to be hard. And, you know, now we're getting to this, well, hey, my game's really hard, you know. You're going to be stuck here for hours. Well, Okay. Um, but even that in mind, soul games are pretty generous with your continues, you know, your checkpoints rather. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's not even a big Mm -hmm. deal for that. It's the difficulty without the as brutal punishment. Um, and I I think that's fair. Um, there are completely opposite of the end of the spectrum games like the Lego games. You don't even have lives. You just, your character <laughs> dies and then it reappears where it died or on the nearest surface if you died, you know, from a thing. Yep. So, and sure, it's a kid's game or typically it's marketed for kids, I should say. I'm sure. I, I love the games. Um, and I don't care that it has no lives or continues and that I can just play it. It's so nice to not have to worry about, oh, I'm going to have to redo this whole thing. I just, I just keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, I can think of another game that did uh, that did the opposite. Was uh, I bought not brand new, but fairly new. Like if it was sixty, I think I bought, I bought it when it was around forty ish. Was the Prince of Persia game for the PlayStation? I forget what it was called. Uh, I'm sorry, the, sorry, the Xbox 360. Uh, it was Prince of Persia something. It had a cell shaded look to it. Anyway, it was very irrelevant because I did not make it that far in this game. Not because it was difficult. Actually, the lack of difficulty, it just it, it ran that game out completely where I didn't even care about playing it. I fell off a platform in this game when I when I when you get your uh, helper character and I, for, I, I forget it's fairly early in the game that you have this helper with you i fell off a wall i was like oh well time to do the rook up oh, nope you don't need to you don't need to do the sand mechanic if it even is there because your partner just grabs you and puts you right back where you were just just whoop. oh are you in a pit no it's okay let me put you back <laughs> on the nearest platform and i kept progressively going through these challenges and falling and i'm like D- you can't you cannot die in this game so while yeah, you go oh oh, I made a mistake. Oh, let me just get back to where I were I was. I can I can do it better. It completely takes the challenge away because then there's nothing to worry about. Right. You're it's almost like save stating, which yeah, save stating when used well and and respectfully is very nice to have. But when it when you abuse it to where you just don't have a challenge, to me the game is lost. 
to, like the game's done. I don't want to play a game just to press A to win. Sure. That's fair. Um, and I think that's where, you know, you need to balance. Cause like even the, the, uh, the Lego games aren't, I mean, they're pretty easy, but they have their moments, you know, and mm-hmm. not having lives doesn't really matter. It's more of a puzzle game than anything. Um, right. I don't know. Like, I, so here's another thing that I think kind of makes, uh, that kind of makes or breaks certain games as well are autosaves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I was playing, uh, not, I think it was, God, I'm trying to remember which game it was. It might have been Valkyria Chronicles that does not have autosaves. And I didn't mm. realize it. And I played like four and a half hours before I did my first save. Oh, Jesus, and I was like, that hurts my soul. I didn't think about that because <laughs> I'm yeah. so used to autosave now. I was like, okay, yeah, exactly. I didn't, it didn't even cross my mind that I didn't even think, yeah, I'll let the autosave save for me. I just didn't even think about saving. Mm-hmm. And then I, and see, yeah. I feel like this is like many tangents the episode, <laughs> but so there there are games that you that do that have many uh, many have uh, auto saves, quick saves, auto saves, and those are great. What sucks is when you don't know when they're gonna do it, and or you don't you don't know how to save. Oh yeah, <laughs> like there have been times, and I, I wish I had a game up front to tell to give a perfect example for. But there have been times where I've been playing a game and go, "When am I allowed to save? Like, when is the point?" I think companies progressively over time are trying their best to figure out when. It's like, so when do we want people to save? When do we think it's too much, and when do we think it's too little? And I think a good, healthy mixture of both is good. You know, when a game, uh, when when a game has a setup where you can save wherever you want, and it will pretty much leave you there. But your quick saves, they'll, you know, you get a quick save in every. I like the ones that have them almost timed. As long as, as long as you're not leaving me in some obvious predicament, you know, please do, please keep them there, because I don't. I don't want to have the challenge negated. I don't want to have the challenge removed. I just want a little bit of time convenience for my sake. You know, that that's that's really all I'm looking for. Yeah. For. So when I'm playing a video game, uh, and and using, I'm trying to debate where I want to use the messenger messenger or not as an example, but not really because well, I mean, I guess I could. The messenger does not have lives. It doesn't use lives. It doesn't use a currency. It it gives you a penalty if you do die. If you die, and that's awesome. That's something that a lot of games are start. Are, there are a lot of games out there that use that, and I I hope more have that. Uh, look at uh, look at the Souls series in general, which is they're not. I don't think they're the first to do it, but they're just they're just a mainstream game to 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 know or to know about. When you die, your currency that you use that you're going to want to use, uh, it gets dropped and you have to make your way back to that. And I feel, this is just me in my opinion. I feel that 
the over majority of levels in Demons, Dark, and Blood, all of them, I feel they do a pretty good job of giving you those, giving you a, a healthy amount of checkpoints. Not enough to just make things arbitrary or or, or just to, to negate the challenge, but I think they do from level design, and I mean that all the way around, but sticking to this topic the level design of get past an area and you're rewarded with a checkpoint that is awesome that to me i'm gonna go on record saying that i have i get more enjoyment out of that i get more elation out of that than going through say some nintendo game and then making it four levels in and then finally getting past the fourth level and getting to the fifth level. Because when I play Bloodborne and and I and I get to a, a, a lantern and I spend a day or two or three trudging through either a level full of hard enemies or a boss, and then I make it to that next lamppost, I'm always there. You can't take that from me. I have now progressed and I have a checkpoint to say, hey, now I'm here. You know, it's it's like it's like things in the real world. You earn what you earn. You know, when you you when you make rank or you get an increase in pay or you get a promotion, you keep these things. And unless you severely fuck up, you don't get those removed. In a game like Bloodborne, when you make it through this progression, you say, yes, fuck yes, I beat this boss and i from so now i have the next set of challenges to worry about whereas the older games are you got to go through everything again why (laughs) like i've already done that i can show that i do that if i want to go back and play through old content old material old games i want to do that because i want to do it you know, I want to do it because I acknowledge the fun and the excitement. When you constantly make me have to, I, I want to get back to level six. Yeah. Cause I mean, we've been, I've been throwing like early levels out, like, like level four and three. What if you have like a, a game that's 15 levels deep? Imagine, imagine getting to level, say 11. No, oh, you died. Go all the way back oh, and make it back to level 11. Hopefully back to the spot you died at that you're having trouble at. <laughs> yeah. Like that, I'm sorry, that does not, that burns a game out for me. That puts frustration in the place of desire. That puts aggravating, that puts a, a very angry mentality in the place of, yeah, I, I want to play through Katamari because it's fucking fun. Instead of, no, I mean, I've got to, dude. I've got to go back to these six levels. I have to, and then I'll figure out that fucking puzzle, or I'll figure out that jump, or I'll figure out that boss's yeah. one of that boss's fourteen weaknesses. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Uh, I, I, I think the checkpoints. I think checkpoints are something that should be kept in most games. I, I'm trying to think of some 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 recent games that use this system like uh like hollow knight another game that I, that i again i recommend to anybody it's an awesome game uses slashing mechanics it's it's to me it's just it's like messenger but better uh you have you have checkpoints and you can meet them and you can use them and you I th- you have ways to get around that game and it's like landmarks that you meet 
But when you die, you can die as many times as you want. But there's a penalty for mm-hmm. it. Your currency is left somewhere, and you have to go back and do that. Again, there are people that may they may there are a lot of people that are naysayers to that system and i understand i get that you know when you there, I, I know the feeling of having of having thousands if not hundreds of thousands of souls or whatever currency lost because i fell off a cliff yeah like that happens <laughs> the, the, those those to me are like ah man that that kind of comes with this territory mm-hmm. you know i sh- I, sh- I, sh- I shouldn't have fucked up i should have took my time i should have been trying to rush back there or whatever but you can just keep trying. You know, you can just go back there and keep trying. And I feel that if you took that aspect of your currency, is it a spot, go get it away? Then, I mean, I suppose there's still the generic challenge of, well, you had to go back to the checkpoint. But there's something about that urge, that desire of, no, nah, man, there's, there's a lot of money back there. I need to get back there. I feel that checkpoints and penalties of that nature are far more appealing to me as a gamer in 2018 than Jedi <laughs> do it all over do it all over that to me is more like a strong severe punishment than I want to say a learning curve because yeah. it's not really a learning curve it, it is both of them have a learning curve but one is a more severe punishment sure I think I think the whole starting a level over type thing, you know, say Mega Man, that has to be, or let me rephrase, I find it primarily acceptable where it's not going to be a long level. You know, yeah. if it might take you five minutes to get through it, sure, that's fine. Start over at the beginning of the level. It's not really much of a point for a checkpoint unless it's like, you know, much harder. Um, but you've got to find that balance, you know, you don't want to yeah. be too long and not have checkpoints. We don't want to be super short and have checkpoints because then it just feels like it's kind of holding your hand and stuff. Yeah. I, I feel like game game balance is something that again, I, I am not, <laughs> I am not a game designer. Okay. It's not my job and I'm not paid for, and I'm not touting from the rooftops that I design great games. But I, I do feel that that level balance is definitely it's something that that a lot of creators should and hopefully do take very seriously. Speaking specifically of Mega Man Eleven, I feel like they, I feel like they may have missed the mark a little bit. I honestly do. I don't want my goal. Okay, so let me, let me back this up. Okay, maybe somewhere in your mind you feel the mentality, the pressure even, that my goal is to go through this level with no damage, perfect jumps, kill the boss, ASAP, no damage. Okay, that's like a top, top, super top tier. And even add maybe even speed to it. Like and the and that one of the you can add all these high tier challenges to whatever you're doing. And that's across the spectrum for a lot of these games. You can, nobody thinks of the opposite. I just want to walk forward, hit (laughs) enemies until I die. I mean, it, so the gradient is not really what we're talking about. The, 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 the place in that space is not what we're talking about. 
It's more that, yes, the obvious thing is that you can keep challenging yourself. And that's great. There are a few times, honestly, that I go back to a game and do that, even with the Soul series. I realize that this is becoming like another Souls episode, but... <laughs> This is my comparison for something like this because that is a difficult game. It is a difficult series of games, and the way that they have, they don't have lives that you you just die and you got to go fix yourself. But all of these games, whether you whether I feel the challenge or not, I, I have never went back and been like, okay, I, instead of killing the the Taurus demon in seven hits, I want to try to do it in four. It's cool when you have a when you have a weapon to do it, and it's not new game plus. But that's not why I'm I, I usually do those. I I just go back through them and maybe try a different weapon, or maybe maybe I do just go through and like new game seven. Like I, I just want to go through it again. It's rare that I that I pick up a game, especially a, even a Mega Man game, and go okay. I want to do no damage. I, I I don't play my games that way. I think one time in my life I've done I've tried to do a Buster only run in Mega Man X, mm-hmm. and I think I made it. I don't. I think I made it just before. I think the boss right before the uh, the boss rush, the second boss rush, and I, I was like, ah, that's too, too, too shit. I just don't <laughs> want to do it. And that's that's just my the, uh, every gamer has a level of challenge acceptance. You know whether you whether you realize it or not, whether you admit it or not, whether you take take hold of it and run with it, or you just let it go in the background of your mind. Every gamer has a, a has an acceptable level of challenge. For me, all of my tiers that I talked about earlier earlier the top tiers, I cut so many of them down. I don't care if I don't go. Th- I don't care if I go through a level and don't take damage. I just want to get through a level. I don't care if I if I go through the level fastest. I just want to go through the level. I don't care if I beat a boss taking no damage. I just want to beat the boss. So what I look for, what I get entertainment out of, is a good, healthy mixture of challenge, of uh, and of feeling like. Well, it's really the challenge, but not so severe that it requires pixel perfect movements. You know, yes, the only way to make it through this game is to do it no damage. You just can't get hit one time. Yeah. That that's that's novelty. Okay, it's it's cute and fun sometimes, but that's not that's not why I play games. So when I look at Mega Man Eleven, they have the old classic Mega Man. Uh, lives mentality you have lives you typically start with two i mean uh three because you got two and one and then your zero life and then when you when those run out you start the level all over they also have checkpoints mega man games have had checkpoints in them so this is nothing new the problem with this one is for me is that that level of challenge is just a little bit above my acceptance for what they want as far as the lies and continues, because as I stated, I had to go through this level repeatedly and get better. And yes, I, you, you're going to get better. You're not. I, I don't. I don't expect myself to go through a level and perfect it on like the 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 twentieth death. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I expect that I'm going to have to go through here and grind my fucking knuckles against the concrete and learn it. I'm going to have to get blood. I'm going to have to bloody myself a little bit. I'm going to have to hurt a little bit to get these. 
But when you make it all that way and you get to see the boss, you just get to put your hand on him and you're dead. Hey, go do all that shit all over again. Now I feel like it's more like you're wasting time. It's 2018, Mega Man. That is an old, (laughs) again, I'm saying it as politely as I can, but that is an archaic thing that I'm cool with you taking away because every time that I would get to a checkpoint that on my difficulty level of normal were not spread out, I didn't have like seven checkpoints. And again, I don't know if that's how many you have in a level. Just saying there weren't a lot of checkpoints, but I still had those points where I've got to get past all this to get to the next checkpoint. I got through this section. I've got to get through the next section. Okay. I got through that section. I've got to get to the next one. And it's just, I spent enough time mentally and emotionally tailored for me. I spent enough time in those levels where it's like, okay, now I'm at the boss. Okay. That shit's over with because the, the boss is his own challenge anyway. Granted, the boss may not take anywhere as long as the level, or maybe it will, but what so so what will be the fix then so what what will be the corrective action to have more we'll say more checkpoints possibly maybe i saw a couple parts uh, parts in the first level where it's like okay right about here i i, I wish there was a checkpoint mm-hmm. i felt a couple of those and again i'm sure if i bump the difficulty down and i could do that it's it, it's the option for me to do it that would have made it a little better uh, so, okay, well then what else then? What didn't the game give me that I, that I wish they would have? You know what? If you're going to make shit that hard, this is a big one, Chris. Okay. Maybe just give me more lives. Yeah. Instead of starting me out with three, start me out with five, six, because I'm telling you all I'm going to want to do when I get that game over screen is hit continue go back into the stage and do it all over again. And then I'm going to, I'm not going to die because that first section is so easy. I'm going to get back to the first Larry. I'm going to get to the first checkpoint. Now I'm back to where I started. Just give me more chances to do that. You know, my mind isn't anywhere else. I'm going to be wanting to do that. Sure. So if you're going to, if you're going to keep that, yeah, this punishment, I get it. I understand punishment in the game and reward. But give us more lives. Yeah, I was now. Uh, I, I was thinking that lives would probably be the you know better solution. But and I haven't played the game, so maybe you can uh, tell me if I'm thinking wrong or not. But isn't the ability to buy more lives essentially that just having that ability yes, there? It is, and and then that's more. I mean, it, again, it loops around to a more gameplay and more time in the game. I get that. If you play through the level more and play through the level enough, you're gonna have currency, and you can just go buy it. My retort to you, Chris, into the into the game and the audience that said this as well is, but it's still a time waste because I have to go buy again. I know, I understand. I understand how whiny and complainy this sounds. I I get it. But instead of me just having a stock of six lives, five plus your zero, I have three and I have to go buy more. I have to go back to the level, grind out bolts if I don't have them already, and then go and, and press the button and press the button and press the button accept and press the button accept and all that. Just 
just give me the stock. Yeah, that's going to be my next question was how hard are, is the currency to get? You know, are you going to naturally get it or what? I have not been doing a very good job at all of keeping track of how much the bolts are worth a piece. Mm-hmm. I know there are different size bolts, so I, so just I would imagine small bolts give you one, and the bigger ones maybe give you five. Sure, there's uh, these giant cogs. Maybe they give you ten or twenty. I'm not sure, but lives. I think without pulling the game up right now and looking, I think lives share the the pot for some of the least expensive things. I think they're like fifty bolts per life. Okay. And the now now mind, I don't have a good gauge of where I was uh, the first time I went to the shop and bought a bunch of lives, but I didn't touch the shop. I, I didn't have a reason to. I, I just kept going through the level and dying, going through the level and dying. I was just grinding myself through the levels. So when I went to the shop for the first time, I had like three, four thousand something bolts. You do the math. That's a lot of lives. Right. But uh, it, it I, I feel like I've, I draw a fine line between just whining and making legitimate complaints. <laughs> but that. I get that. That is a very good answer and is one that I am doing now. Just go buy more lives or just go grind for more lives. But that mentality right there of just go grind for more lives, I just want to push back to the developer and go, no, just just give them to me. Don't give me an excessive amount. Just give me more to play with. Yeah, I I like the idea of having the currency, but it should be reasonable. It should... It shouldn't be grinding for lives. It should be, right. I want more lives so I can use my currency that I have just from playing naturally for lives if I want. Or if I'm a more experienced player, I'm going to use that for, you know, what other, uh, what else other benefit I want um, right? to improve my experience. You know, I have an option there. I don't need the lives, but maybe I do. Yeah. <laughs> it should be easier yeah. to get, I guess. Look at a look at another newer style game that had this old old school mentality is uh, Sonic Mania. Sonic Mania had checkpoints throughout the game, just like most Sonic games, uh, like Sonic Three had the whole the whole pole. I'm sorry, all Sonics had that. Mm-hmm. It was the pole checkpoint system. You die enough, you get game over. You start the level over. In theory, in the old school archaic mentality, yeah, that's okay. But if I've already progressed, come on. So what's the fix for this? Okay, we're talking about Sonic levels where I'd say about every every two to three minutes you're going to get a checkpoint. Okay, well then, you know, maybe spread them out more. Instead of giving me ten checkpoints in a Sonic level, give me five. There's an option. Maybe give me more lives instead of that? I don't know. It just... It, it's... When I play these games, when I play games like this in 2018, even if they're designed with that Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, whatever old school look, style, feel, what have you, and I see that it has a live system, I just, I I, I roll my eyes just a little (laughs) bit. It happens with uh, with a lot of Steam games because there are 1,726,000 Steam games that try to draw that old school look Mm -hmm. and it's fine but they're like yeah we're still going to use lives and continues man i'll tell you i have i have more respect for those games that incorporate like a level save system ish you know a a la sonic 3 you know if you can save and it and when you come back we're going to start you at the beginning of the level that great fine 
But even in there, now you have a system where you have little to no checkpoint system at all. You've got a 10, 15 minute level that requires a lot of precision jumping, a lot of precision movement. And if I die, I've still got to start the level over. Hey, thanks for at least giving it to me where I can start the level over instead of the, the game over. Sure. But g- give me more balance. Yeah. Don't. I, I don't need to have the hardest game in the world challenge to have fun. I'm still going to have fun with a challenging game. It just ties back to what I mentioned about, you know, I, I feel that's something very important that I'm, I'm sure game developers do, but I hope more and more do, is they just treating game balance and level balance as a very important priority. Because it is. And when you find that your game is not that difficult, it's a little bit easy a lives continue game over system. Shh, I don't feel that's the first thing you need to jump to. Sure. That shouldn't be your first hurdle, you know? Yeah. Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, I, I completely agree with that. You know, if, if you don't want it to be that easy, then I mean, I'm not sure what <laughs> lives and stuff is going to do about it. Um, Cause what are you really adding to a difficulty wise? You know, that's more for, uh, harder games, you know, if your game's too hard, um, or I think it, I think there, the line is not that it's, you know, too easy, but it, it's not hard enough or it's mm-hmm. a smidge too hard or, uh, it depends, you know, what we're talking about. Like if it's a smidge too hard, okay, add some checkpoints in. If it's not hard enough, okay, add some limitations, you know, somehow lives, whatever. But I mean, yeah. I don't know. I think we're, you know, as we've kind of alluded to, uh, and I think you might have specifically said it, we're kind of past that era of even really needing uh, things like continues. I don't. Yeah, I, it's we, you don't, yeah. you know. I've been trying to rack my brain and think of a game I've played lately that even had them. And I, mm. to be fair, I played a lot of RPGs lately and action games, but generally it's save points you know you can save outside of battles or outside of cutscenes, and you know sometimes it functions more in a checkpoint capacity where it's limited saves but even then it's typically pretty generous um and that's that's fine you know i don't see any reason to have otherwise i feel like sometimes this is this is kind of throwing a a wide a broad arrow at steam developers steam game developers where i feel like too many of them use that so the the in a nutshell the whole game over mentality was started in the arcades and yes it was there to get money but if it and it was there to lengthen gameplay right you know we're going to bump this difficulty up in in a manner to where it, it, in order, you're either going to quit the game or you're going to put more money in to continue. It is an artificial game lengthener. Right. That's, I feel like too many of these Steam games, or too many games use that as like, okay, well, yeah, how do we make this game? Oh, so we made this game and the average Joe can get through this game in like four hours. Oh, fuck that. that our game is too short. What do we do? Well, add a live system to it. Bingo. There you go. Because now if you die on level four, of your nine level system, you start the game over. Uh, 
again, this could be subjective, man. All that could be subjective, but that is not challenging to me. That's just wasting my time. That's just that's that's too much. Yeah. That's a level of brutality that is not needed. It, you, you just don't need that anymore. I'm going to if I get into no, not, I'm not saying as if it's going to happen. I'm going to say it is because it has happened several times. When I get into an area of a, of a game and I die and I have infinite lives, I just keep going back through that challenge. I'm going to keep progressing. Right. You need to take it on your end, developer, to give me more content. It, the balance is so hard. I understand that. That's just that's a challenge I don't want because you have you have millions of people across millions of levels, but potentially millions millions of levels of of uh, skill. To where, like, look, I can't make. I'm not gonna make an 80 hour game just because the world gets through it in 20. And I'm saying that's what you need to do, man. If your game is that good, fucking do that. People want more content. Mm-hmm. You know, they're gonna want more games. I got that when I was playing Hollow Knight. I just kept getting more and more and more in this game. And guess what? It didn't have a live system. It had a punishment system. And again, I know that lives are punishment, but it didn't have a lives game over continue. So I kept progressing through the game and I would keep meeting these milestones, keep meeting these, these markers, these goals and would progress forward. I got to save my progress. I got to save and come back later in the same area. It's that that's good. I didn't need anything more than that. And if I did, there are other creative ways I could have made that game harder. I could have not used certain badges or, you know, just there, there's ways to do it. But the whole the whole lives game over continue thing to me, if it, it feels like an arbitrary waste of time. Every time it comes around, I feel like it's just wasting my time. And all I'm looking for is ways to milk it. You know, I'm looking for ways to, okay, where can I farm more lives? That was I, I found that when I was playing Mega Man 11. I was like, where can I? There's got to be a place I can get lives. Almost every time that I go through Mega Man 4, Mega Man 4 being my favorite video game of all time, that is a prime example. I know where to farm E tanks and lives in that game. Specifically, E tanks right. is what is one thing I always go for. And I, I hate thinking that way. Like, okay, hopefully this will be my good run. <laughs> but let me go buy a bunch of lives just in case. Yeah. You know. I'm trying to think of, of what game it was. I'm pretty sure it was fairly recent, or at least I saw it recently. Um, there was a game where if you died enough, it actually dropped you back a checkpoint. Oh, Have you encountered wow. that? I have not, and that would piss so me off. So kind of as an alternative, just starting your level over or something, it would actually drop you back a checkpoint. Well, okay, yeah, in that lime, in that light, yeah, that's that sounds that made it sound a little better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sure, it'd be frustrating in a game, you know, like Messenger, where you're struggling for every checkpoint, but um and I, I'm trying to remember what game it was, because I'm it's really dependent on what other systems there are. You know, say you know what? say you're stuck and you're dying over and over on a boss, well, it drops you back a checkpoint. You you get more experience or whatever, and level up. You don't. I believe it was where you didn't actually lose progress as far as your character went, just level. Mm-hmm. So you kind of got yeah. extra enemies to level on or whatever. You know, it wasn't at the time it was presented to me. It didn't seem like a 
huge negative thing. It seemed like a purposely thought out, well thought out way to help get past the point. You sure you're not talking about Final Fantasy XI where you can de-level? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know that. I know that's not what that was. Yeah. Uh, there is, I'm slowly going through my Steam list right now because there, Easy is a game that I have on Steam. It's E-Z, those two letters. And it's, it's a fairly short game. I say that loosely. I haven't beaten it yet. But it's one of those kind of runner that, that that's a bad way to put it you know those games where you're constantly pushing forward and they add more terrain and more challenges to you and you have to basically keep there is no right or left control in this game it's yeah. just you're just going uh this game has screen after screen after screen so you st- so like okay example the first screen you start off you just jump over one pit Hey, congratulations, move on to level two. <laughs> and the next stage, you jump over a pit and a spike and a pit. Hey, congratulations, move on to level three. Level three, there's there's a larger set of spikes. Jump over the whole thing. Okay, you died. Go back to level two. That's the way this game is designed. That That's pretty cool. I, I can deal with that. I can kind of dig that because... Uh, but see, it also depends on how much they do it, though. Yeah. It's it if I feel like it's a pretty good basis for challenge, and you it, you can kind of find your sticking points. But I think for for me, in my opinion, this only works if if it progressively challenges you, and the challenge builds on top of each other. As right. opposed to, let me give you this random challenge. Okay, the next screen, completely unrelated and random challenge. Sure. Because then it's more like, I'm just caught off guard. And then it's more like, oh, I get to fucking twirl my finger in the air, and I get to be that asshole that's like, <laughs> oh, I beat that game. I bet you did. You know how? Because you literally memorize the game. Right. I don't want to memorize a game. Again, going all the way back to Bloodborne again. The first time that I beat Father Gascoigne, I didn't beat him because I had him memorized. I had his movesets memorized, but it was my skill and reaction time and quick thinking and, and all that combined to go, <gasps> he's drawing that blade up, I gotta move. He's he's He shot me, I need to move. I need to do this. I need to react, 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 react. It wasn't... I know to move left, right, left, left, right, left, right, right, left, right. No, ha, ha. And when you play the game, you move left, left, right. Ah, I'm like, fuck you, man. <laughs> so I'll play it a few more times and learn what it is. Like, that. that's not a challenge to me when it's just pa- strictly pattern memorization. So while I can I could see where the die and go back, it, it it has to be progression. Right. It has to be where I know I died because I am not skilled enough. Not because I, I didn't know that spike was gonna be there. How could I have known that? I, that that's cheap to me. I'm just I'm I'm also go ahead, go ahead. I was just I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw it out there that I'm kind of a fan of death counters. In games, oh, yeah? yeah, games that are gonna you know punish you like that. Give us some mm-hmm. information. Let us know just how bad it is. You know, if you're gonna <laughs> put us through this, yeah, and that may be you know also from a viewer standpoint, watching stuff on Twitch. I love that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, 
I don't know if Super Meat Boy did it, um, but I think uh, the Bashi games did it and stuff get, like that. That's, mm. you know, intentionally hard having those yeah, counters. Yeah. So that's a whole, th- t- those games like that are a whole nother conversation, yeah. whole nother topic almost <laughs> at well. But yeah, that like, I like watching those. I think they're entertaining, but I, me doing them again, I, this, it, it, it sounds whiny and complaining and I don't know where to actually put it in my mind, but so typically when you're playing a video game, you're not always going to know the challenge that's in front of you. I get that mentality, but when when you take four steps in a game and the floor falls out from underneath you, ha, ah, that's cute the first time. You take a few steps, you jump over where you're pretty sure it is, and then a random fucking spike falls from the sky on your head. Okay, okay. Uh, the... If there's context clues to what's going on, if it, well, if you look at the pixels, you can clearly tell this one's drawn a little different. Mm-hmm. You can, okay. If it's just, nope, I stepped into, I stepped into nothing. Yeah. I just stepped there and it was, that's, that's kind of like, watching uh, that, watching that is fun and funny, but when I'm playing it, fuck you. No. Yeah. That's kind of like the Mario Maker stuff and the old school, uh, Kaizo levels. Uh, I say yeah, old school. Yeah. They're still doing them now, but I mean, the original ones, they had, you know, hidden blocks. Now it's like, oh, you think you're funny because you have so many hidden blocks. You know, it's like, okay, that was a good gimmick, but yeah. do something unique. Don't just copy yes. the same thing over and over. Yeah, because I mean, wait, but this is that this is how it was kind of presented when I first started watching these. When I first watched, uh, like, I want to be the guy. I said, oh, this is a cool. Okay, I, I get the concept. Mm-hmm. If you are completely virgin to this whole concept, you're like, okay, I, okay. So they're just literally just fucking the player over. Okay, four hours later, when the guy is only like yeah. maybe halfway through the first level, and you're like, he, you know, they go through that first. They they finally get past that challenge, and they're like, yes, and you're like, yes, and they take three steps, and a fucking enemy appears on the screen and swacks him off the screen. He has no way of knowing that. That now you can make the argument that look, the game's <laughs> been fucking you over long enough. You should know to take your time. But I don't know, man. That's just fun and entertaining mm-hmm. to watch. I will give you that. But also, even 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 on the other end, like speed running it and actually beating those and watching no damages is like ugh, this dude. This sounds like such an asshole thing to say, Chris. And I get it, but it's like you, you literally just memorize the game. You you just memorize. You memorize exactly where to be, mm-hmm. exactly when to be there. You, I am now. I'm not looking at the result of 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 quick decision on on the spot. Yes, right then happened skill that happened in about three weeks. This is like four years. You were working on this one game. I love gaming, bro, but I'm not enough to play one game solid all the way to for four years to go to a convention <laughs> that maybe eight thousand people yeah. are gonna watch. <laughs> hats off to the people that do i love you and i appreciate you and you give me great entertainment and i'm glad i got to contribute a little bit of money to stuff like that but me doing it i, uh-uh. I, I could not do that man i, I don't have the patience to, for that and i and i for me it's just it's a matter of how i how i'd feel at the end of it knowing that all i did was basically just memorize the game 
we have totally gone off the tangent here. Uh, another another thing I want to discuss. I don't know if this is like the last thing we'll discuss <laughs> in this topic, but I was trying to think of. You mentioned a very good. You you said a very good statement close to the beginning of this topic, where it's like you know what all games, what type of games do does the game over does this mentality even play play into that well. You know, sports games, That's the you guys are in your own thing. You, you guys have your own thing. You have downs and you have innings and fucking quarters and all that. You don't count. Get out of here, Madden. Get away from me. Uh, what about, what about uh, first-person shooters? Well, typically, first-person shooters have, like, a time limit. That's their thing. And the single-player campaigns, usually you just have a checkpoint system. I can't think of too many first-person shooters today that have, like, a life system. Yeah, like, um, Destiny's actually changed it up a bit with the way they do it. Um, It was just, uh, essentially, as you go through a level, um, because it's multiplayer, of course, um, Mm -hmm. and technically it works the same way in single-player, but there's only one of you, um, you don't get a you know, quote unquote, uh, it wouldn't even be a game over. It's more of a checkpoint reset, but you don't even get that in all areas, just straight up. There are areas where it's like, yeah, you can die all you want. We don't care. This isn't supposed to be a difficult part. So just, you know, take your time getting through it. Um, or just, you know, suicide run through it and get through it if you want. Don't care. But then later on in the important parts of the level, it'll be like, okay, well, if everybody on the team dies at once, Okay, now you go back to the checkpoint. But if one person dies over and over, they're just sucking and holding you back. You know, that's enough yeah. of a punishment. Yeah. Um, but then on the raids, um, I think, I'm trying to remember, I think normal, what they've gone to is a token-based system where each person only gets one revive on your team. And this mm-hmm. is supposed to be higher tier content, so keep that yeah. in mind. Yeah, yeah. Um, this doesn't apply to strikes or anything like that. That's, you know, more casual content, so to speak. But in a raid, everybody can revive someone once. Once you have everybody revive once, and if your person with the last revive token goes down, you're out that token, you know? Um, so it's a, I think it's a pretty good balance. Uh, and on the harder difficulties, you don't even get tokens, I think, or something mm. like that. Uh, I, though I actually, to be fair, I don't know how it works with the token system that's in place now. In yeah. Destiny One, on hard, you just couldn't revive. Period. So, you know, if someone goes down at the beginning of the boss fight, you're going to be five manning it, mm. or wipe. That's usually what happened. But <laughs> yeah, yep. Someone's down. All right, we just started. Let's just wipe. Mm. But that that's kind of a unique game as far as the FPS goes, anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uh, and I mean, speaking of online games, you know, you got MMORPGs, and typically they 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 don't have lives. You have some kind of punishment system. Mm-hmm. You'll either lose XP or you'll drop whatever shit you have on you. You may or may not be able to recover it. Uh, so they don't they don't really deal with lives. You have a continuous ongoing character. They're not. Hopefully, they're not going to make it where you can lose that person forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, platformers we've already talked to death seems to be a prominent place that yeah you know the systems are there um open world games 
Uh, I can't think of too many that use any lives. Uh, yeah. Thinking like Grand Theft Auto Five, you you get wasted, you die, you you start at some kind of checkpoint mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, your punishment's usually like money or something. Right, right, right. Uh, Assassin's Creed games, you just reload your save. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, RPGs, pretty- no. <laughs> Yeah, just reload your saves. Yeah, RPGs don't work that way. They have so you, you even that old school was save point. You know, you have you mm-hmm. saved somewhere, and that's where you start. They, those have progressed over time, where you get more save points, you get auto saves, you get checkpoints. You can usually start before battle. Uh, that's that's kind of an upgrade that I've noticed a lot lately. Is uh, and I say lately, this could be this could be a decade old by now, but getting fighting a boss battle and then just if you die you just start the boss battle over like right then yeah retrying penalty or not i i like that kind of negates yeah kind of negates the 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 mentality of having to you know save right before the boss i get that kind of that takes away that oh gotta save right before the boss but i mean if you think about it that's it's all it's the same thing (laughs) it's the same fucking thing you're saving yourself a few steps if anything you know yeah uh yeah i guess this is kind of a narrow thing i guess this concept is kind of narrow in today's gaming scope i mean you got racing games too i suppose i don't know racing games that usually use those i don't play enough of them to to tell you anyway uh fucking simulator games don't know anything about them (laughs) real-time strategies Mm, typically you just lose the match and you're yeah. going to have to start all the way over. That one, I feel, is kind of a given. I mm-hmm. This would be a question for our audience. Uh, you know, if you know of any real-time strategies. And I'm, I'm talking like, you know, StarCraft, a la StarCraft, a la Civ. That it'd be very interesting to know if in a single-player or multiplayer capacity. If they have some system set up to where, you know, if you, it, it saves, I don't know, every 10 minutes or if you progress to to a certain level of of build in your town or city or area, if they save it. I can't think of one that does that uh, even in a single player capacity. Usually, usually you just start the whole map over, whatever you're doing. Yeah, I think the campaigns for those might have checkpoints now hmm. or auto saves, I should say. Yeah, I think I, mean, I think auto saves will work pretty good as long as yeah. again as long as they they just keep the challenge, and they don't abuse or even have a way where you can abuse the system. That's yeah, I'll take that. Uh, so yeah, I, I do realize in retrospect this is kind of a it's kind of whittled down to maybe platformers slash you know side scrolling jumpers slashers shoot 'em ups. But it's just a yeah. Even in that capacity, there's there there are other games that have have been around for a while, and there are games that have come out recently that have shown that yeah, you don't have to to have lives. And I I take it it's it's a point of thanking the developers because I feel like that they I feel like they understand. You know, they know that this is kind of just a time waster. It's just kind of a it, it it can be looked at as like a game bloater, and it doesn't. If you're gonna bloat the game, bloat the game with content. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna make this game longer and just give me more to do, just give me more to do. 
don't penalize me to that degree because to me it's a severe penalty very archaic old outdated we don't need it anymore maybe uh maybe the audience has some games where they think that it's it's good enough maybe there are games that it's been utilized but i can't think of any maybe mobile games because mobile games are designed to get you know they want your money but i I thought about that earlier so frustrating sometimes uh Aside from having the whole energy system, which is its own discussion, um, but the uh, there will be parts of the game where you get like three tries a day or something. So if you don't win in those three tries, well, you're screwed. Yeah, you know, it's so frustrating for those kind of mechanics. Remember, kids, don't give your money to mobile gaming. <laughs> No in response general, from Chris on that one at all. <laughs> that, I mean, I, I was, I'm not going to say you're wrong, but there are exceptions. Yeah, there, there are some. <laughs> there are some exceptions out there. Uh, well, Chris, do we have anything else on this topic, or are we just? I think we've kind of beat it to death. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, me too. So. What about you, audience? Do you do, do you feel that there are games out there that, to a good degree, or or are they? It's a necessity that it has a lives and or game over and or continue system set up. I'd love to know. I'd love to. I'm I'm sure there, there's always exceptions to the rules. There, there always are. We we live in an age where we have trillions upon quintillions upon whatever video games out there. There, there's exceptions. I get that. Let us know what they are. Let us know how you feel about this archaic system. I keep saying archaic, but again, you got to remember, third generation gamer here. I've been around. I've been around for a while, and I remember when that was a thing. It that that when you play those old archaic games that has it has they have those systems set in place. Do you agree with them? Do you feel they serve a purpose today? Do you feel it's justified for them to be there? Do you feel or do you feel that they're a waste of time that they need to go? Are you happy with the way that companies have developed ways to continue playing without having those systems in place? Have you played Mega Man 11 or Assassin's Creed Odyssey? Uh, or have you played The Messenger? Have you played any game we talked about last week or any other episode? Do you play games at all? Do you like games? Have you seen One Punch Man? <laughs> you watch anime. Anything that you would like to discuss with us. We would love to have discussion with you. We'd love to talk about your topics that you want us to talk about. And again, even at this early stage, <laughs> we're still a baby. We're still a baby podcast. I guarantee you sent us an email today. It's probably going to get read on here. And just, just because we like to have a discussion. You know, we like to discuss things with, with our audience. We like discussing with other gamers. That is one of the sole reasons why I even made this podcast to begin with. So, there are many ways to get your opinions, thoughts, questions to us. You can send us an email at endoftimecast at gmail.com. That's endoftimecast at gmail.com. No funny numbers in there. Spell it as you heard it. We do have a Facebook page. Just go to Facebook and search for End of Time Cast. Uh, you spell it like that, and it should take you right to our page. Might be how you found this episode right here. We also still have a Twitter page. You can 
tweet us. We, we we maybe we'll retweet. I'm assuming I can do that. Should should be too hard. <laughs> but there, again, just many ways to get a hold of us. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to discuss gaming worldly knowledge with you. Likes, dislikes, everything. Promise you. If you can't tell by the hours of content that are in this in this podcast so far, we can talk about pretty much anything. Except when it comes to sports games. Our conversations are very short. <laughs> hey, uh, WA2K19 just came out. Oh, shit, yeah. yeah. <laughs> My, you know, I played... One thing that I liked about the old wrestling games, there's two things that I really enjoyed about playing old wrestling games, even if I didn't... Even if I didn't, like, I wasn't caught up with all the wrestling knowledge, was one, the multiplayer. Like, especially on the 64, having four people in a room playing wrestling mm-hmm. games, fun. Fun in a box. Love it. Fun in a cart. And the other was creating a character, creating your own wrestler. And the more yeah. in-depth that that got, the better. When they were like, it sounds daunting, I'll give you that. But when they told you, hey, you here's the laundry list. Here's every character in this game's moves. Pick the moves that you want and define oh, yeah. your character. If you want that character's power bomb and this other character's sharpshooter and this other character's uh uh, how does how does you want this the what this other characters look whenever he comes off the ropes? You know when you when he jumps off the tar the turnbuckle, you want this other characters look. I mm-hmm. love that. That yeah, that's awesome. Even if I didn't know who these characters were, I could just go make my own, make this yep. super awesome character. So, and I have not played a wrestling game since the Xbox age, <laughs> not the Xbox one, not the 360, the Xbox age. And I played a wrestling game back then that had that level of detail. Like you could pick every move, not to the super degree of like fighter maker where you literally had to make the moves. It was more like you just pick the moves from a list. Sure. So Tell you the truth, Chris, I'm genuinely interested to know how those games are today. Oh, the kids love making characters. They'll Uh, literally spend hours just sitting there making them, maybe use them in a match when they're done, maybe not. (laughs) And then take, you know, taking them online. There you go. Oh, that's it actually has me interested enough to spend 60 bucks. Maybe not yet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but yes i will i will give that for what it is the multiplayer aspect of wrestling games even if you don't know the first wrestler on that roster which for me might be how it is today because i don't know who the fuck the miz is i know who stone cold steve austin is i know who the rock is but i don't know anybody today but the multiplayer and then make your own character good good stuff That's going to do it for this episode, folks. And until next time, I'm Michael. I'm Chris. Good night, everybody.